listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. The dark, the dark. June 20th for Gemini's born Ain't no secret I'm murdering anything I get on Ain't no reason for surgery Silence so we can mourn I literally leave a murder scene every time I perform It's a state of emergency Been a bit of disturbance Artists showing no courtesy Rappers out of his form Should be locked up for perjury Line up on what you're doing Selling your soul for currency Anything to get on Hell is for an eternity Hope you know where you're going The industry full of wannabes Never will I conform um, Light is ahead of you rappers Just out here flowing And half of the ones that got it Don't even know what they doing You out of rapping as whack As the rappers that you influence So backwards half of the Time, don't know if you're coming to go and your lack of passion for rap is the reason rap has been ruined. The fashion is where your passion is, that's what you should be doing. They claim they cut from the fabrics that they paint in their drawings, but soon as they get to eating your back and touching your growing soul. Riddle me, riddle me, how many rappers physically drizzle with the ability that can mess with me lyrically, mimic or even mirror me? Hella freeze over literally, will the peace with the similes, metaphors, and agility. Little you to belittle me, jealous of what I'm will to be. Still a beast with the killer speech. If it's mental, then it'll be typically easy as me on top of the system. It'll beat, I'm a problem. Admit it, you scared, I'ma make it hard to eat. Still a gorilla killer, retardedly solemnly swore that I will go get it Scared where well, you ought to be, call a priest if you really should kill a prayer And prophecy follows me through the wilderness, father put me where I should be Pray that the shorties follow me, but I ain't follow Chuck D Give them vision so they can see, but walk a flock of damage will be I.G. was to me Tupac on that hologram could never replace the grief And had he still been alive, you rappers would never be Don't act as if you surprised, you know what as well as me Just happened to be the guy to report it on a CD I listen to artists and be like, man, he listen to me Still your ingredients, but they don't want to let you eat Got friends that's envious of the talent, cause I'm a beast Mad at me for reaching the levels that I didn't reach Fell off, I wasn't ready to feast I walked away from the table and Drizzy sat in the seat Knock it off with the fables for you put me to sleep Gemstones for life's the logo Loco with the speech, these artists are so-so They just hiding behind the beat The production is dope though, so it's harder for you to peep And you fall for the bozos, spitting balls like they ain't weak On these blogs and got the nerve to be salty your chief keep The way the industry dog and these elites Got the people in all like these beats And they frogs Don't hop on anything dog with a sweet lead Like a frog Are we mentally all in a deep sleep? They've offended me, all of these bleep bleeps With the guard, I think they gon' limit me all Cause I speak deep, but I'm Jaws I'll eat anything, no, I'm with these teeth Through the walls of this weak industry Targeting these seeks for the cause until I diminish them Feel this composition, it's a brand new dub. First thing I did, I went to the pub. Tequila with worm, lemon salt, and no rocks. Cause when it hits my chest, it's got to be hot. Ah uh, ha stop. Clef, can I rock? You'll get up out the bathroom. <laughs> Let's go again from the top. Hey, welcome to the Black Gautas Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday morning. Yes, we are. That's right. Sunday morning. And it's time. For the black out tips. Uh, we have no guest. Nope. So it's just me and Karen. It's old just school. Just me and you. Ooh, baby. That's right. Uh, so if people, uh, you know, are only here for the guest, then you got to leave right we now. We don't need nobody else. I'm sorry. I just love that song. My bad. No, it's okay. I mean, what, what can I do? That's nothing I can do to stop you. Um, <laughs> But uh anyway, man, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. Of course, you can find us at theblackouttips.com. Find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, a bunch of places, Google Plus, uh, Tumblr. Just uh put in the Blackout Tips into stuff, and we will be there. And like those things, join those things, follow those things. Uh Also, all the contact information for the show is at theblackouttips.com slash about. Um, on the actual blackouttips.com, the blackouttips.com, f- like, homepage, you can do stuff like subscribe to the, to the site. 
so that you end up getting a uh email every time we update the site with a new show guest appearances things of that nature uh blog post uh you can also do things like um you can donate to the show you can do one-time donations you can do recurring donations uh it's completely up to you um and uh you know leave comments vote in the polls uh all kinds of stuff that Helps the show out, helps us interact with our fans, helps you get your voice heard, stuff like that, that I'm sure you want to do. Um, also, if you leave us a five-star review on Twitter, we will, I mean, on iTunes, we will read it on the show, regardless of content. Even if you hate the show, but it's five stars, we will read it. So, make sure you guys check that out. We appreciate everybody that does that. Um, Karen, how you doing? I am doing good, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good myself. Uh, a little bit sad. I just beat um, Halo 4, the single-player missions. Oh, that was quick? Yeah. Well, you know, when you're a baller like me, you know, you hop on the game, you attack that shit like Spider Monkey, it's nothing to a pimp to get, get to beat that was thing Was the storyline good? Looked like it was good. Yeah, it actually uh, was probably... Uh, probably the best looking game i played on uh xbox this year it was beautiful which is kind of sad because uh the way that the console life cycles go as everything really reaches that level of perfection yes everybody want to swap to a new console you're like fuck like these this last year and maybe the first six months of next year are really going to be the triple a titles that Mm -hmm. we have envisioned from the day we bought a console yep because the thing about console cycling they first start that should be clunky they still working out bugs they still trying to get everything fixed and all and all that stuff is one of them things where you like, oh, you you got to be kidding me. And then when you get to the point of near perfection, they're like, you know what? We're going to do something new. Yeah. And it's a little bit sad, man. Um, see, like uh, the um, is like because they're going to have to hit your pocketbook and they have to make money. I understand. But it's like the developers catch up and it immediately gets right back to okay start over is from zero spend however much more money you got to spend to get to the next generation now the good thing is i'm not an early adopter so the chances are pretty low that i would even be getting a uh xbox 720 or playstation 4 right out the bat i'll just um i think the only system i've had on launch day was uh Dreamcast, yeah, because I remember we was at school, went to the mall and stood in line. Yeah, I don't like early adopters are weird because they end up they end up getting all the glitchy hardware and all the the ones that have problems and uh, paying extra for shit. You know, um, I had a good conversation with uh, Sterling and um, and Brandon yesterday on Twitter, and we were just talking about the console war, uh, which actually led to the poll for yesterday's show, but. Um, we were talking kind of about how PlayStation versus Xbox when they first came out and the different mistakes they made and the different things that they did. And it's like, yeah, man, they're, they're already, um, like they're, 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 the people who bought theirs early had to deal with all that shit. Yeah. And the warranty is made for them. Like a lot of times people realize all that warranty and like when the Xbox first came out, uh, when it had the red, the red ring of death, like y'all, they do that because they know that no matter how much they test, when they get it in your home, it's certain shit that they can't anticipate that real people do to it. Right. Exactly. So, um, you like, you're going to have like hardware failure. 
Yes. Uh, quite often, um, you end up with stuff like, uh, I remember the selling price of the PlayStation 3 was ridiculous. Like, you were gonna end up, I, I can't remember, it was either $4.99 or $5.99. I just remember being like, what the fuck? Like, who is gonna spend that? Like, that's like, and they were like, but it's a Blu-ray player too. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about no Blu-rays. Uh, the only thing I, I could envision was like, if they were going to take the Blu-ray player and like the Blu-ray disc and make it where, cause do Blu-rays can store more data. I was like, if they would have had like, okay, here's all the Spyro, the dragon shit. Like here's, here's all the Spyros on one disc or something like that. But that really wasn't what they were trying to do. So I was like, I don't think I want this shit. So no. And, and it was a big ripoff. And, and, and I think that they, I guess my personal opinion, I think they underestimated, uh, people falling in love with the Blu-ray. Yeah. Like they really thought that, uh, People were going to be like, oh, I got to have a Blu-ray. And people was like, fuck that. Why spend extra $300 for a Blu-ray to try and trick me into when I go buy one cheaper? Yeah, exactly, man. But it was, uh, you know, like I said, it was just uh, something that I can't see myself doing. But this year in video games, I think I played Mass Effect 3. Mm, it was some beautiful video uh, games. Borderlands out. 2. Um, there's games I didn't get to that I want to play. Dishonor, Assassin's Creed. Um like just these games look great they, they play do. great it is really the combination of everything and uh yeah it was a little sad when i beat the game because i was like damn like i beat it it's a great looking game it's a great story but there's no halo 5 coming out on the xbox 360 true like you gotta wait for whatever the next console is to and, play and it. you can't guarantee it's gonna be that good and the thing about it baby is that they've actually gotten to the point to where video games are so beautiful now like mm -hmm. it's almost like if you're not really paying attention and you just happen to look up at the tv and you don't realize somebody's playing you be like well what movie are you watching like you right. literally will say that you could because they make it look so lifelike and the, also, the thing, too, is that the new systems are going to have to convince people to purchase them. Like with the economy like it is, people are, aren't going to do that. They used to do. You are going to have those few people that are going to pay the money to adapt. But you're going to have the rest of the people like, look, something got to be 3D. Something better mm -hmm. pop off my screen. It better be something extra special about this console and i think that's going to be the problem it's got to be something special about the console for me to separate from three four five six hundred dollars by the time you buy everything that you want to buy with it right and i don't see anything like blu-ray or anything popping off this time to make it be like oh but it's a x player you know what i mean like nope um, even if Microsoft goes with the like, oh, it uses Windows Surface, I still don't see people being like, well, that's worth $700. Let me and, go shell that out. And I don't give a damn because I, you know, if you're somebody like me who don't have one of those, that's not a perk. Yeah. And I think what always wins out in the end is the console you want to play games on. Yes. Um, even though I think Xbox figured out, you know, a way to make social media yeah, part of, of their the experience. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and also, uh, price, um, dividing up the price so that you end up basically paying for it a little bit at a time was smart. And, and I think that that's going to set the standards for the new consoles. Yeah. I think that, the, the the standards now are that you have to be HD. Even we had to get get up with that. You had to right. be HD. Also, the standards are going to be you have to be some form of, of social networking. Um, and PlayStation can say what they want to say, and it's nothing against people that got PlayStation. The PlayStation's um, network sucks as far as interacting. People don't have headphones. You mm -hmm. don't have. They don't have that big 
uh, community like that, like they do for the Xbox. So yeah. I think when people consider buying a new system, you're going to have some people, this, this PlayStation to the day they die, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you're going to have some people, they're going to be like, well, I hear people talking about the experiences that they have on these other consoles, and I want that experience too. Yeah, I think we saw brand loyalty die with this generation of yes, consoles. Yes, we did. Like, I think a lot of people, uh, if you look at the dominance of the PlayStation 2 over uh, the GameCube and even the first Xbox, there was no way this should have even been a, a race, but with the you know the Wii jumping out to an early lead, and then Xbox eventually overtaking PlayStation, it was really like proof that people just want to have a fun game playing experience. They, yes, they and don't. they're not just sitting around anymore. Like I only play PlayStation, I only play Xbox, and I think that's the day of that is done. It's going to be what what works best for me is what I'm playing, and that's the end of it. So, and what what has the best games that I like to play? You know, um, and I I think even with this Wii U that they're coming out with and the whole controller like screen gimmick thing, even that's not really working for people because a lot of people are just like, yeah, I don't want. That's not why I buy games. Like, no, to and, play it on my handheld as I watch it on my TV. And, that's not what. That's why not what I'm into. And also, I think the problem, the biggest problem that we had was that they sold a gimmick. And and the gimmick ran out, and you have a whole generation of people that um actually bought that gimmick and then got mad because that shit was collect been collecting dust for forever. Yeah. And so you and, and my thing is that the we went after uh, went after people who weren't in the video games, but they really didn't do anything to keep those people. And like yeah. we said, I feel like we is a money pit. You who hears bongo and then you come out with one bongo game and there's no other bongo games here. So right. so you know and people are like you know what y'all got me last time y'all not gonna get me this time and yes the we's are going to sell but I think and they're gonna make their money up right now but once the other two consoles hit the market i think the wii is going to be in third place and you know here's the thing with that wii u um i went to the store uh for something totally unrelated like to pick up a video game for xbox i look behind the counter and there's a stack of wii u's yeah people not buying it so that's really that's all you gotta know man like i'm sure people that are loyal and faithful to like nintendo and all that stuff but if they have it in stock, then it's not the Wii. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that's it's true. already that hope is already diminished because the whole point of the Wii was like you couldn't fucking get one, and that made people even crazier. I, I mean, I remember we were had a passing conversation about video games one time with uh, Nichelle and her uncle. And her uncle worked at uh, KB Toys, mm-hmm. and he was trying to give us the hookup on a Wii. We didn't even want one. But it was just the idea of, like, these things are so hard to get. You know, if you get a chance at one, man, you need to just come up off that $300 and get one right now. And we just never got one. You know, I felt like the price wasn't right. And then also, I, I deep down inside, I knew I wasn't going to be playing that shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just going to have it sitting there collecting dust. Mm-hmm. So we never got one. But, you know, all my friends who bought one, were people I knew that didn't game. And that's the point. They, they don't game. And, and also the, another issue that I personally have with the Wii is that the cost of the games never fucking go down. Well, like, Nintendo doesn't release games, uh, in a, 
timely fashion in my opinion like you know if i get a gamecube i should get more than one actual mario game and it shouldn't be like hey it's mario sunshine no offense to mario sunshine but that's not why people are buying no or you get one zelda you get right. one mario it's it's, it's and, and like i love those games but i haven't played any of those games in years because i haven't had a nintendo console because i'm like because me and roger talked about it, i was like yeah i get it but then i thought about it shit some of these games are eight years old it's still going to cost me fifty dollars even though they're eight years old right. and you're like shit you know versus not to mention you have to now with the way they they were peripheral pedaling um you were gonna have to get like okay you get donkey kong but now you gotta get donkey kong bongos okay you get uh you know this game but now you gotta get the, that's this that Wii board. Money, that's you that gotta money get pit i was talking about right so i guarantee you for christmas to just pass uh a lot of people got xboxes in place to, and um the playstations I, I don't even know what people might but people might not even bought a lot of consoles this year but the point being they're not i don't think they're buying a lot of wii u's like i just no. like i said is if they are it's just not the same fevered pace that they had before where it was like you know so-and-so got a wii what how did he do it you know there's none of that to it it's like just go up there and buy you a wii u if you want one so um and then like you know nintendo's first party titles are always dope excellent there's other- just so few far in between like you're gonna get one zelda you're gonna get one mm-hmm. mario per console gonna, yeah and then the thing they do uh really well is that they start pimping out the the putting them putting their mascots on the face of other games that aren't anything like with it so it's like Mar- paper mario which is a role-playing game not saying it's a bad game but it it's good. not the mario game that you want no it's mario not. kart smash yeah. brothers or mario and luigi or, right. Lu- or luigi mansions and all this other stuff exactly. that you really really don't want but people would buy them um and they're decent games because they're first party games but it's not really what you want right and then also uh you will never uh find a time where like on playstation and um xbox where you have like a god of war two and three and four and five all on one console cycle or you know like halo three four five all on one console like you'll never have a time with those and to me that's kind of the disadvantage and also uh nintendo always have a hard time whenever people comes out with the good games like right now they don't make them for wii's because they don't want to have to deal with 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 the hassle of actually making a new whole new platform and it it might be easier now because Mm -hmm. they're hd but before when they were we're not HD. People's like, I'm not wasting my time. Or either you'd be like Resident Evil, that, that Resident Evil that exclusively came out on Wii that got these rave reviews that nobody fucking played. Yeah, they have a hard time getting third party, um, third party titles. Like, um, if, if there's a you know developer that's making something for Xbox and PlayStation a lot of times they either have to dumb down what they were making for the Wii Mm -hmm. or completely refigure it because the Wii's control system is so different from the other two consoles. But, you know, it's, but it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I feel like it's kind of like politics where people feel like they have to argue on the side of all three consoles or somehow they're biased. So you'll have people that'll be like, no man, see the Wii got this and uh, this thing for the Wii. But the truth of the matter is they don't own one. They don't play it mm-hmm. and they're never going to. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it's how Republicans can say some crazy shit and you go, that's fucking crazy. And then someone goes, well, Democrats say some crazy shit. You're like, no, no, no. I know from fucking crazy. That shit is crazy. That's the other right. shit ain't crazy. Like, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah the, to me the the we kind of like 
is is not this it's not the shit man like no and not, i would love for it to be the shit but would, it, it never was really the shit for me man um i would too mm. and also the thing for me and i guess it's just uh my personal experience i would love to go actually get a weed but once i got to thinking about it and got to that money pit thing i was like you know what it just wasn't worth it to me it wasn't worth the time it wasn't worth the investment and because like we said before a lot of their um uh, top console games don't sell because you know a lot of the games for the other consoles when they hit certain marks next thing you go in there the game's on sales like you yeah. actually go in the best buy you can buy it for you know nineteen ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine, and it's you know it might be a few months old, but because so many people bought it, the price drops, and I think that the price of the of the, of the games actually bother me more than anything else. I can get the console for dope cheap. It's the games. You know the other thing about the games that I like this year were they called for uh, maturity in their stories. Yes, like it was completely different than before. Um, like. There's sacrifice being made and it's meaningful sacrifice and game changing things that, you know, really elevate the level of storytelling in all of these games. Uh, for example, The Walking Dead, um, that was yeah. a, a game that the way it ended is, is impactful. Um, uh, Batman Arkham City, uh, you know, ends with the Joker's death, you know, um, who knows if that's, you know, if it's really real, real, but whatever, it, that's how it ends, you know, it's a meaningful, uh, uh, it's a meaningful impact to the series, uh, you know, Halo 4, the way that that ends with a death of somebody that is integral to the story, like, the, you know, these games are now ending where you're like, holy shit, what did I just play through? It's like games are taking a big cue from movies and things of that nature, uh, where you're really starting to, uh, Mass Effect 3, how could I forget? Um, probably the most, uh, controversial ending, and my opinion is still that people are more upset about the idea of something they put so much time into coming to an ending that demands compromise. They don't provide you a bunch of easy, nice choices. You get, so, like, you, all those hours of gameplay, they ask you, well, what does it really mean to you? Are you a hero? Are you a badass? Are you what? You know? Yeah, um, and, and also, I think, I think for me personally, this goes to show you that as uh, the consumers of video games, which honestly aren't really children, they're adults, yeah. actually. You know, average gamers like 25 and up. And so, um, con- uh, children consume, play video games too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most of the people that spend hours and hours and hours are more adults than children. And I think that as the consumer has gotten older, the video games developers have gotten older and have um, developed games to suit those people because they know that after a while you're going to get tired of paying the same old cheesy thing like we was talking about um what was that the new mickey epic game i didn't play epic it mickey. Ep- epic mickey Take. um i know bad too mm-hmm. and um Writing it down. <laughs> and i know you said it got scored bad but i know a lot of people complain because they said it wasn't a dark game and they was you know a lot of people said well y'all promised us a dark game but you didn't deliver it and i was like well it's mickey they're not gonna make mickey put so dark yeah, um, I mean, more more so than Mickey. I mean, that's for a kid. Like these games actually aren't for kids. Like, true. 
now they're being bought by parents and giving them the kids. Well, a lot of these, yes. these games are rated like mature or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, someone brought up Black Ops. Uh, Black Ops story is very mature and ridiculous. Now, I don't like their storytelling tactic because Black Ops is all like, and now you're Commander Carver in, uh, in Africa. And now you're Joy, yeah, you're Joy Smith in uh, New York. And now, so I never really, uh, felt that storyline telling because I always ended up being like, who am I again? Which friend am I, am I supposed to, oh wait, am I, is that my sister that he just killed or am I the other dude? So, but no, it's a powerful story that stars with one of the most powerful graphics of all time. So like, um, yeah man stories have really gone to uh another place in video games and like i said i say all that because it's sad to see uh the end of a console because every time you get to the end of a console you'll notice the reviews for these games all of a sudden it's 8.5 9.5 10 8 9 10 like everything's getting high reviews because people have perfected it you know like we're now ending up with perfect games man so um you know or or as close to perfect as we can get and like i said in order in order for people to actually uh, like i said before to buy the new consoles they're really going to have to dazzle like like your console is going to have to end all be all i think you're going to get more of of all in one with consoles now you're going to get i think it'll be an entertainment center yeah and and i think once you make it an entertainment center you get more non-gamers gaming because they're going to say, well, why am I going to, you know, get a, you know, get a DVD, uh, Netflix, surf the net, uh, Spotify, and whatever else they, Facebook, Twitter, whatever else they combine on. And, and, and I think, uh, uh, 360 set the standard for that. And so I think that once you get that, people are going to say, why am I going to buy all these things individually when I could just buy a console for two ninety nine? Yeah. Yeah. All of them do that, but. I think Xbox as of now has the most like social interaction, but all of them do that, by the way, just, they all do Netflix. They all do the, the hangout together. They all do a lot of the like Facebook, all that shit. Yeah. But, now, but, but, it, it but Xbox like is the, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, no, actually we was the first one to start with the whole, like the, you know, the, how you have your avatar on Xbox. Mm-hmm. We started that. Okay. Like a lot of this stuff is done on the other consoles. It's just oh, Xbox has the social, like from jump, making people pay to be part of this, uh, Xbox live thing actually helped them out because they built the social groundwork to have a network and a community that would interact with each other. And it carried over from, you know, Xbox to the, the 360 and had more people join in and it's going to be hard to get those people to stop buying xboxes or whatever but True. you know the point being uh they all the consoles tried it just True. xbox seemed to be the most successful and um i wanted to address this question though in the um, chat somebody said that's the problem with advertising uh bioware advertised multiple endings and don't deliver mass effect 3 pissed me off so much the thing is, man, like, there were four distinct different endings to me. Like, um, I think maybe people got caught up thinking there were going to be like hundreds or thousands, but how's that even going to be possible on a video game console? Like, I don't know that that was even something that could be done, man. I think people just got their hopes up, but I don't know that there's a way to, cause the other thing people said, well, the ending is not long enough. Well, it's like, well, then, you know how much disk space it would take just to CGI four distinct, long-ass, mm-hmm. you know, 20 minutes of CGI footage endings on one disk? And like, this is not going to happen. And my thing is this. People cheap. 
you don't want to pay already. Come on now. You, if, if they did all this and charge you extra, a lot of people wouldn't want to pay. Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah, that's the thing. You're that's right. the problem. No one, like they, no one can come out with a $120 game. Yes, it's, it's like you're fussing and complaining about shit that you already know that you ain't going to separate your, from your pocket. I really think uh, if people were like in the core themselves, the, you just didn't want your dude to, to die or make that sacrifice. Yes. Like. They didn't like the thing about that that game that I liked was that they presented you with bad choices all the time. It was like, you know, and you could choose like I'm gonna be noble about everything, but then things would get more and more progressively fucked up as you were more and more noble, and you know, you never took the easy way out and all that stuff. But you know, I think a lot of people try to play it for the good guy, and if you play for as a good guy, the only choice at the end is the good guy shit, which is sacrificing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not, you know, when you put fucking, you know, over the course of three or four games, depending on replays and all that shit, say you put 90 hours of your time into this shit and it's like, yeah, man, you got to kill yourself. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, wait a minute, hold up. And I think when you tell, uh, you know, a video game populace, which has pretty much been told until this point that there's no such thing as real sacrifice and everything's the impossible white man mission where you just, I think that's hit, the truth. you know, you live and to fight another day, day or, or the next version. Yeah, yeah, all your homies can die, but you will be in the sequel. Don't worry about that. So when you do tell somebody, you know, with 90 hours of their time, hey, man, you really want to be a hero, right? I think people really reacted badly to that, man. I, I really think that's where it started was a lot of people were like, yo, man, fuck this. Fuck this game. I, I, I wanted more choices because you wanted a choice that didn't demand any sacrifice, but also fixed all the problems in the world. And uh, I I enjoyed the idea of having to be the one to pull the trigger. You know how fucking long I looked at those three different uh, spires and shit? <laughs> like, uh, let's see. Okay, so this one uh, sounds like I die. Okay, well, what about this one? Now, that sounds like I got a chance, but then uh, all the AI is going to be fucked, and I'm really a big friend with uh, so-and-so. Like, shit like that, you know? It's like, I guess Joker going to lose his girl. So it was just one of those really uh, complex choices that they ask you to make, yeah, man. Yeah, and, and too, I think that it, it to an extent, it almost shows the immaturity of most gamers. And I don't mean in a bad way. It was like, they're like, why? Why, why did you do this? Why did you take on my game? Why, 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 why? Well, we were... Gamers have been conditioned to believe that, though. True. Like, over the course of history of video games, we've all been conditioned to be like, if you make the right jumps, you get the princess. True. If true. you, you know what I mean? If you, if, uh, if you shoot the right people, then you get the, you live and everybody else dies and they do some CGI miraculous ending where you survive a nuclear explosion from point blank range and you still alive at the end and you go, yeah, that's right. I'm the man. That's, but this is the first time where it was just like, yeah, if you really want to make the right decision, you got to kill yourself. Yeah, and so a lot of that. people got angry. Anyway, none of that was planned. Um, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I don't uh, mind talking consoles with you. You know, it's just me and you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. The bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. You can come back now, Amber P. I know you probably left. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> I was on Facebook the other day, and um, you know, I come there. I. I've I decided, man, I visit Facebook like niggas visit their boys in prison. 
I do too. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, you that more than me. Oh, Mm-mm. I am. Don't be trying to be like me. Oh. Um, like I only go there for holidays and special occasions. Oh yeah, I go more than you. And do. then I don't stay long. And I don't like I don't tweet. Like I'll see Karen tweet uh, sitting out on Facebook. Hey, I listened to uh, such and such just now. Or uh, I'm about to get something to eat. Like I go on Facebook. Like it's Christmas. <laughs> happy birthday y'all bye <laughs> like it's like that you in and out my brother i had to get in and out man i don't spend too much time there man if i i find that if i do make jokes and shit like that sometimes they get out of hand right away and people start yes, they do hopping in you know so i i don't know man i think i'm done with uh like uh like i, I think me coming in and just making my jokes and stuff like that can get out of hand sometimes man like you never know who's gonna chime in, and who's not gonna get it. Like I said, we had the Ain't one that time the truth. I made a joke about domestic violence, and then this woman was like, "You know, people shouldn't beat each other." It's like, God damn it, Facebook! <laughs> this, never, this has never happened on Twitter. People know. Ain't that the truth? So yeah. Um, also, you know what happened on Twitter? What's up, baby? Teray ended up following me. Oh Lord! I know, I know. I have no idea why or what happened. He'll follow you soon. Uh, yeah, I just keep expecting him to unfollow me, um, but I follow him back because I felt like uh, it, it was the right thing to do in this case. Because uh, I feel like if he's unfollowed Chris, now I'm not as bad as Chris. Chris will talk shit about Teray all day. I really don't care. But uh, I, I wonder what made him follow me, man. That's all. This I would ask, but fuck it no don't even ask i don't expect it to last like i never expect anyone to it, that, the reason i don't follow most people back is i don't expect it to last anyway yeah and the reason why i don't follow most people back is because uh it's nothing more irritating to me than when you get new people and they talk about the tweets you're like fuck you i didn't ask you to follow me they like mm. hey why you tweet about sleeping so much did i ask you that yeah no so I, I really didn't you know plus this you came into my space i didn't come into your space right somebody was like you know, uh, they saw me tweeting about Halo. They're like, oh man, I can't, I can't play the game right now, man. Way to ruin it, Rod. I gotta wait till I get back from deployment. See, stuff like that make me mad, cause it's like, just ignore me. Yeah, but also, I didn't tell you join the army, nigga. Thank you for fighting for my freedoms. But part of being in the army is stay your ass off Twitter then, cause people gonna continue with life. That's like being Hello. like, Hello? What? You saw Django without me? You can't wait the seven months till I get out of jail, out of, out of, uh, the army? No, nigga, it's no. It's like, no, man. Stay off social media. It's not my fault. Like, I'm gonna be tweeting, dog. That's, that's what I do, man. How are you gonna plan on, like, I love these people that, and the day and age of 2012, technology is everywhere. Social media is everywhere. Somehow plan to not be spoiled for months at a time. Like, yes. it's not going to happen. You know, someone might just accidentally walk out and just be like, oh, man, I can't believe they killed so-and-so. It's like, oh, no, I was trying to wait <laughs> 37 months to find out what happens in The Walking Dead. It's like, come on, man. Um, So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to. You know, watch my Facebook stuff because I normally put jokes, but I've been scared to put jokes lately. Plus, chills on Facebook now, so you got to worry about that shit. You know, chill might jump <laughs> in and start cussing people out. Or you never know. <laughs> like she, she's real polite right now, but you just never know when it's gonna pop I, off. I, and she won't. But I told her, uh, Twitter is more her speed. It's like she don't understand. She be posting uh, pictures of like Nicki Minaj with like the, licking the candy cane, squatting like that's more of a of a uh, yeah. Twitter style baby yeah i don't know i try to play for the idea that that chill will 
or act right but you never know man i don't want to end up seeing her have to go in on somebody um also while playing um video games this weekend i was thinking about um you know when in the halo universe you're simultaneously fighting like three or four species of enemies at the same time like completely different alien races and cultures and all this shit isn't it very fortunate that everyone who drops a gun is a gun that you can pick up and use yourself oh yeah like why would all other aliens like it's like an alien that has like tentacle arms but it still uses a rifle in every video game it's like now i'll pick this up and start shooting with it you don't need any instructions you don't need any training Ah! anything like i was talking about this on twitter the other day and uh mike felder in the bleachers was like um yeah man like can you imagine that game where you pick it up you're like hey man what do these three green things mean on the gun like hey man look at my gun is this supposed to be doing that <laughs> why is it vibrating how, how long you gotta pull this trigger so you pull the handle and the trigger at the same time yeah what, what's what's going on here yeah it really makes no sense that they would all do these games like uh, this, you man. know what that goes back to the impossible white man in movies i mean in video games it is mm-hmm. it is so um yeah but i i just thought that was funny that everybody could just operate every gun and like even if you were human like why not make a gun that only you could operate like why make a gun that someone else another species could pick up and use against you that seems like the dumbest shit you could possibly do in a war is like now anyone can pick this up and use it so um all right so another thing remember we watched that documentary uh after porn Mm mm-hmm uh and chrissy moran was in it and she was she got out the porn game because she said uh she was really religious and stuff and it was like bothering her and she said she looked uncomfortable in her porn scenes and and people could tell and people she's not a christian activist against porn and and people would come up to her and be like yeah you did look uncomfortable in your scenes and stuff like that she actually got a stalker after she got out of porn like once yes. she was once she was a christian activist then someone started wanting to stalk her so, um, of course, I had to do my due diligence, I went and looked up a lot of her porn and researched it and uh, saw what kind of techniques she was using. Let me just tell you, she did not look very uncomfortable to me. Like, I don't know what... What, what is people's definition of uncomfortable in? You know what I think it is? I think it's that thing where she's a pretty woman and now she's against porn. So people, dudes, even in church, whatever, they're still full of shit. They still want to fuck because uh, she yes. looks good. And um, I was thinking, like, they just lying to her. They're like, you know what? I used to watch that filthy porn, and uh, I'm ashamed of myself. I would never do it now. But uh, you did look uncomfortable, and uh, you were right to get out, and I could tell that you were better than that. And uh, you going to give me some pussy or no? Okay. Uh, well, if you change your mind, because I saw the freak things you did, um, make sure you holler at the brother. Make sure you <laughs> Uh, the, the, I'll be she, over here waiting. Yeah, she didn't look any more uncomfortable than anybody else. And I was thinking, like, when I was watching it, I was like, yo, if you watch Chrissy Moran's porn now, you are essentially jacking off to her regrets. Aww. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, you are jerking your dick to what she, to her mistakes that she made in life that she wished she could take back. And there's a lot of porn stars like that. Like, how crazy is that, that you have that moment trapped on film forever and somebody is jerking off to it? You know? Like, that would be like if if me, 
as you know rod just regular dude if i was like uh all my mistakes were on film somewhere and people were jerking off to him it's like remember when you gave joyce got that love letter and she threw it in the trash oh 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 yeah look at you oh yeah or or they'd be like uh oh remember <laughs> Remember that time that, that you were supposed to do, uh, give your parents that, 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 that slip that meant you got kicked off the bus cause you got expelled, but then you waited till Sunday and then you caught the worst whooping of your life. Oh, yeah. She whooped me coming out the shower. Oh, slow it down. Rewind it. Save it on X play or X on X2 forever or X hamster too. Save it there. Like it's just weird to me that we can jack off to these people's regrets. I remember uh, I was watching a uh, Lacey Duvall movie one time. And uh this is always funny when someone's like the porn star, you know, they do these interviews, which I don't know why they do these interviews, but they do these interviews before the porn starts. And they, she was like, uh, you know, whatever, they had sex. And then they did like the after, after footage, like they stuck around after the, 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 the cum shot, which to me means the, the movie's over. Me too. Some people like to go past the comb shot. I don't know why it was still going. Maybe yeah, I, was, I don't understand. I don't understand that concept. Yeah, I must have been cleaning up or something. I don't know. But it was like <laughs> uh, it was like it was playing, and she was. They were like, "So, Lacey, this is your last porn shoot." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm getting out the game, gonna go back to school." Blah blah blah. And then like she did seventy five more porn movies after that. So that means at some point <laughs> she wanted to get out the game, and she didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm jacking off to her regrets too, man. You know, and then she was one of those people that is like a natural beauty, but um, like she was one of those people that everybody just like uh, if you go to a black girl online, message boards, doors her. Everybody loved um some Lacey Duvall. That was one of the big like oh Lacey Duvall, oh she's so fine. But I was now nobody talks about her. I was like I wonder what happened to her. It, she got like all these implants and injections and shit. So now her body, like she had big natural breasts and then she went and got like, like seven, like F cups and, and then she oh went my. and got ass injections. So now dudes don't talk about her anymore. She don't look natural. Right. And it was making me think, right? I was thinking about this shit. So there's a lot of girls in porn who don't look that good, but then they end up getting it, like implants and injections and all this work on their bodies, plastic surgery, and then they start looking better and people go, oh yeah, she looks so good, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have natural beauties like Lacey Duvall who, you know, as they start to age, it's like not as, you know, uh, as good as she looked when she was the younger and all this stuff, even though she still is very, very attractive, mm-hmm. you know, and there's something about a woman who's aging naturally that is, you know, really beautiful and whatnot. So, um, I was thinking, is that kind of like the steroids race, right? Where maybe she looks at Jada Fire and Caramel and she goes, wait a minute, these chicks getting teddy implants and shit and they they passing me in the game it's like mark mcguire and and sammy sosa and she was barry bonds and so then she got on the steroids too and now she's juicing except it's implants and silicone juice inside of her breast mm-hmm. i wonder if yeah. that's what it is yeah and, and 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 a lot of it is like it's almost like like that's the part of the game um, you know, we're regular women do that bullshit, but you know, and that where everything is about looks and everything is about, you know, your breast and your ass and, and you know, your skin and all that stuff. 
um, because it's very visual when it comes to sex, because most of majority of, of sex is uh, purchased by men who are very visual. I think that that is a part of the game where she's like, hey, I got a natural beauty. Y'all getting all this extra work done and surpassing me. Fuck that. I'm going to yeah. get it done, too. Yeah, I wonder if that's what it is. Um, like, cause I, like I said, I was watching, I was doing my research. I'm like downloading some of her old stuff and comparing it to some of her new stuff. And it was like, yeah, man, she went out and like really kind of fucked herself up. It's almost like what happens to Hollywood starlets where you live in that, that, that Hollywood thing where everybody is like in this bubble and everyone's getting the you know the surgery that makes them look like a fish ain't that the truth and and it's like it becomes the standard of beauty only there like i don't know anybody who's like yo angelina jolie is hotter today than she was when she came on the scene no you know um i've been watching buffy and you know of course i've been watching it and like very sequential order but very rapidly compared to people who had to wait years true um it's weird watching Sarah Michelle Geller get skinnier and fucking skinnier and skinnier. Like over, a, you know, a, a couple, a few years time where it's like, okay, you know, she's a serious Hollywood actress and now she's like a wisp of a person. Like compared to when she was younger and she actually looked like a, you know, more, she actually looked more like a woman when she was playing a younger Buffy. Then when she got to an older age, like now yeah. she's skinny as a rail. Ain't she though? And also I think too, um, it's just a lot of pressure, right? Uh, placed on women, and a lot of that goes back to what's considered beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, wide hips aren't considered really beautiful, right? You know, big thighs aren't really considered beautiful, just for any skin tone. And uh, I think that for me, I just want you to look natural. Like even even if parts of you are fake, look naturally fake if that's mm-hmm. even possible. But, I think that's a lot of people what they would expect, but but you know what was but I'm like we're talking about it's funny because we're saying like oh wide hips aren't aren't beautiful or that's not what people want or it's not the standard of beauty yeah in Hollywood but then True. if you look at like pornography it is the standard what are women going to get like they're trying to get these exaggerated features they want the biggest lips they want the biggest breasts they want the biggest waist they want the biggest butt implants like it's a completely different culture which is kind of weird because mm-hmm. it, it feels like the dichotomy of a lot of men where they want the woman who is the traditional skinny ass, uh, you know, beauty in, 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 in like public. But then they go out and they on porn. It's like, now let's get to the fetish section. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yep. like I say, I, I, even when I go look at, at porn, if I'm searching for it, I was like, I'll, I'll put chubby in. I'll put, uh, b- busty. I'll put like all these code words to be like, not, not these skinny chicks, please. Just no, no more, uh, no, no more chicks that look like they just got off the Amistad. Like, you know, a couple of sandwiches is fine with me. Uh, <laughs> It's not, you know, and I think that happens a lot where it's like uh, in Hollywood, you know, we're constantly fed. It's like if she ain't 10 pounds, then she's ugly as shit. You know, um, like I said, I was listening to the Chance podcast and he's, uh, Kim Kardashian is uh, is a uh, wrist uh, is an ankle injury away from being fat. And it's that just was like almost insulting. It was like she's not fat. Right. So it's just that idea where it's just like, man like there's this standard of like when i'm around the guys i need guys to know that i only fucks with this type of chick and then it's like 
probably when dudes go jack off that's not what they jacking off to of course it's not you know and, 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 my, and my thing is that get, get what you like i mean all jokes aside fuck your boys and what they think they not fucking her and if you like it with the big hips and the big thighs and the big titties get get go for what you know yeah because it's what you want because you don't get with the and, and it's no offense against skinny people but you don't get with that skinny bitch you're gonna wish you was with a big bitch so don't waste your time yeah i just think it's funny that uh you know people are basically sneaking off to watch uh you know women do the pornography where it's like a fetish for women to be bigger because you know in public you don't want anyone to you know disapprove of what you're into sexually and it happens a lot with men like it's very uh um a lot of peer pressure like i'll notice when i talk to other dudes you know because i pretty much keep it real i don't give a fuck what you think about me um as far as what i'm into like it's my dick and my decision so it's like um whenever people start talking it's like oh no 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 you think so-and-so is fine no she ain't fine such and such is fine and if you get a couple of dudes going the opposite way a lot of times dudes will just wilt and I was like, oh, you know what, man? Serena Williams ain't even fine, dog. I, I was tripping. I don't even know what I was thinking. Even though that's what you like. And that's why they give you a hard time when you like, I think she fine. Not she. You know, fuck you. I think she fine. I really don't care what you think. But yet guys try to act like women are the only ones that fall in the peer pressure when it comes to looks. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's, it's just it's ironic that um people end up going straight to that but yeah and, and the thing is that be whatever you into and and, and also it's and, and, and when it comes to women it's sad on both instances because you have women that are small that are always picked on uh because they because bigger chicks go with you too skinny and then you have the bigger chicks that are being picked on by the smaller chicks and just society in general going with you too big and it's just like be whatever it is that you're into and just be happy with whatever you're into but don't lie to yourself that's the issue i have if you know you like them big girls go on get you a big girl and it wouldn't make sense that they would end up like all these porn star actresses will end up getting all this surgery to exaggerate these features Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. that the whole thing that they're going after is just like exaggerated like look at my ass look at my tits look at my lips look at you know smallest way someone said in the chat like this is like exaggerated look and obviously that's what people are jacking off to or else it wouldn't be happening ain't that the truth you know so it's just funny that people go that route man but yeah i i thought that was funny getting back to chrissy moran though now that she's christian right and super saved and all this stuff right she's not giving up that pussy anymore to anybody that's not trying to lock it down for jesus um it makes you wonder like what is her next man expecting sexually Cause like, it's gotta suck to be that dude that marries the chick who's decided I'm a reformed whore. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. I wasn't comfortable doing those things. I would not put a ring on her finger for nothing, man. Like, th- like. That shit probably be boring. Not to mention there is just a, there's, there's a litany of videos online of all the shit she won't do for your ass. Ain't so that now- the truth for other people to see? Yeah, so now you gotta watch all this shit to be like, yeah, uh, so you don't like sucking dick? No, I was never comfortable sucking dick. That is just, uh, not something I was into. I did it for the movies and I'm just, I'm done. It's like, yeah, but see, I, I have a whole page of dicks that you sucked. <laughs> And, uh, you know, as a husband, I feel like, you know, we should be able to share some experience. I'm not even judging you for sucking those dicks. Uh, I feel like that's fine. 
you know and uh you've already made me dis- destroy all the pornography in this house and uh block it on all the computers um ah! this is actually a printout of the pictures that i had uh just in case you pulled this shit after we got married um you look really comfortable sucking those dicks to me so i feel like you need to get back on your grind you know what i mean like i feel like her sex game is gonna be extra whack now because she's just gonna be like you know that's not what god would want just do as missionary like we always do it's like god damn it why did i marry this porn star and you still get the porn star stigma in america so you still gotta walk out and people go look at that whore and you're going yeah look at her she's not even hoeing no more yeah but at least you go look at at least my dick wet come on yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds like it sounds like a letdown, Karen. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Now, if she's still doing it, you win. Yeah, if she's still doing it, yeah, that's great. At least you have something to compensate for your ego. Because, and the reason I'm bringing up men's ego in this is because she ran to a group of people that will admonish people for doing porn. So she ran into a group of people that no matter how much they do the lip service of, oh, it's so good that you're using your calls to get people out of the game, they still look at her and go, whore, whore, whore in their mind. Yes, they like do. She's, like every dude in there is going, this this whore used to be a prostitute for money, and Jesus wouldn't love that. And so it's like, yeah, you ran to a group of people that will judge you and shame you forever. So the idea of her, like, somehow getting married and jumping back to her porn star ways and freaking you down, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I would not marry uh, someone that went from – matter of fact, I wouldn't marry a regular woman that was like, I used to suck all the dicks, and now I'm done. I'm like, mm-mm, uh, no, I'm out then. I would not be the last dick on that lifeboat. <laughs> fuck you, fuck the lifeline dick. Y'all right. Y'all go without me. Uh I'll take my chances in uh, swimming on my own before I do that shit. <laughs> so I don't I don't know, man. Like uh, she like the other thing too, because people always use these these type of cases against pornography in general, but it's like she's clearly an extreme personality. Like, you go from extreme, I'm going to fuck everybody, get this money, I don't care who sees it, to extreme, no one should fuck, get out of porn, it's oh, it's bad for everybody. Like, I wouldn't even want to be with somebody that's extreme. Like, I like I need steadiness. I need somebody that is consistent. You know what I mean? I can't, you can't just come home and be like, yeah, that shit we was on yesterday, we completely off that shit. We on this new shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Not less new shit expanding the shit we already did. Right, exactly. Like, it's, it's like, oh, instead of that, come on, we can add a toy or some shit to it. You know, let's, let's expand. But if, you know, if we're going backwards, I ain't trying to go backwards. I want my sexual life to expand. That contract. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I just felt like it was kind of, um, it's kind of fucked up, man, like that, that she went there and that people were really encouraging this. But, you know, I guarantee that that's what people do um, when it comes to that kind of shit, you know, like that, like people will shame you and people will make you feel bad. But deep down, if you marry that chick, you want that porn star treatment. Hey, true. You want you want you want to get the same thing that Shawn Michaels got that Dave Hardwood <laughs> got. You want the same thing you want that the all these- And you know what? And, and that's sad. That's almost like that's almost like a dude going and buying a Ferrari yeah. and getting in it, and the shit only go fifty five miles per hour. Right? Like you want the Wesley Pipes treatment, sir? Don't deny yourself. 
Like, you're only fucking up your own well, happiness. Shit, this is pretty, but damn it, I can't speed. But it's like, you know, who's she going to meet? She's going to meet another weirdo at one of her meetings. And good luck to them, man. But it, I don't know, man. It's just her hot and cold morality shit would have just threw me like that's a sign of crazy is yeah we on this shit it's like okay cool and now we on this opposite shit it's like oh wait it's only tuesday mm-hmm. um when we on the other shit monday ain't that the truth uh so i was thinking about movies mm-hmm. the other day i was watching some movie and it was not very good and <laughs> somebody uh told me they were like um oh man when i saw that movie i was high and I was like, oh, well, you need to put that in your clarification when you start recommending yeah, it. That's right. Tell me if you was high. Let me know if you was drunk because that makes a difference. Right. I need to know, you know, how much more shit do I need to know about? It's like, hey, man, I saw uh, I saw Batman Begins and I hated it. It's like, oh, really, man? Yeah. My grandmama died. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was sleepy. Yeah. Nigga, wait a minute. You you're not you're not giving me all the context clues here. Yeah, so like, um when people say, you know, and I was listening to uh this rap album and uh it was terrible. It was either like Trinidad James or somebody and and then I was like, Yo man, this this oh, it was Wiz Khalifa. That's what it was. And I was like, Yo, this nigga can't really rap. Like he really is not talking about shit. Like he's not a good rapper. Um somebody real real skinny dude? Yeah, where's Khalifa? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of his music. You know, people were like, nah, man, he can rap, man. You just don't understand Wiz, man. You got to really listen to his shit and get into it. And I was like, man, I just don't see it. Like, I'm more of a lyrical person. So, you know, I need, you know, if I need some lyricism, I need me some lyricism. So, you know, what can I say about that? And they were like, nah, man, trust me, he can rap and shit like that. And, um... Uh, Finally, I broke them down to where they were like, oh, man, you know what it is? I, I get high. See, you got to get high. And no. then you can smoke to that whiz, and then you'll understand that shit. No, I don't need to understand. I'd just be lost there, nigga. Yeah, my thing is, what does that apply to other other substances as well? Mm-hmm. Like, does that, so you think it does apply to other substances? Yeah, people would suggest shit, and, and they don't tell you the whole context of, of it. They was like, yeah, I had me a ham and cheese sandwich and i added some honey and and some peanut butter and that shit was the shit what no that's not what what i mean i mean like you need to be on another drug to enjoy whatever this other thing is like for some people yes like okay so like if somebody's like yeah man i was watching uh you know the big 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 beautiful women porn the other day you know Mm -hmm. nothing under 400 pounds and uh you got, and I'm like, hey man, that's, that's, I know you was into that. That's, that's kind of freaky. 400 pounds. Oh, no, no, man. See, you might not be into it when you see it, but you got to be on that Jack Daniels. And then you're like, it's like, there's no other substance like that. Uh, no. You know, uh, you can't understand Mark Twain unless you do opium. And then you can understand exactly what, where he was then, going. How do you know what you really like? Because you, you've altered your reality with your substance to determine if you like it or not versus just liking it naturally yeah i just don't think drugs is i don't think it's a good excuse for liking something true it's like you, you either like, like it or you don't yeah i like a lot of shit if i was high all the time i would too it's like you know what i like getting punched in the balls when i'm on coke it's like yeah you was on coke nigga you like cocaine 
what that means what that means is you like to do cocaine man but i can't do it man i mm. it, like if you tell me that you have to do the shit because you're high then i pretty much discount your opinion right away like, ain't oh. that the truth yeah because you probably don't give me some bullshit it's like you can enjoy this but you got to be high as shit it's like okay then nah, i won't I'm be good. enjoying that I, I don't get high so i'm good yeah um Oh yeah, okay. I, this already passed. I wrote this down, but we never got to talk about it. But they did another Black in America mm-hmm. the other day, um, and I didn't watch it. Mm-mm. You didn't watch it either. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I was thinking to myself, like, what's the point of another Black in America when we already got niggas in Paris? There's no point. <laughs> We have left America and yeah. moved on. Like once they did that song, I'm done with Black in America. There's nothing else to say. Um, another thing we didn't really get to cover because all our topics would, I guess, went another route. But Elmo. So mm-hmm. people keep saying this dude got more and more cues. I think it was at the four the last time I checked. Yes. And I was listening to another podcast. I was, I was listening to Straight Out of Low Cash, and they were going like another accuser came for it and then they were like uh and then two more came for oh, well they they just trying to get the money and i was like <laughs> can't they all have been abused right like at what point do you decide that it's like this person didn't get molested they just want some money because who are all the people that come out with these accusations like, have you ever seen someone getting accused of something and you were like, I'm going to pretend that I got uh my manhood taken away from me because I can get a check? Like, who are these people? I have no idea. Like, that's the thing that's funny to me is like, um, so you just happen to have spent unsupervised time with the dude that has his hand up Elmo's ass, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and then you accuse him, but people still think you're faking it. Like, that and maybe it's because they're dudes nobody was outraged or saying anything but the, isn't that just as much blaming the victim oh yeah oh yeah a lot, a lot of people blame the victim a lot of people you know get, get that one strike one strike is free like the first victim a lot of times is the worst because the first victim they feel like you lying but nobody else is lying and then you have the people go to the first victim tell the truth but everybody else lying because trying to get some money why could he have just molested all the damn kids and they act like you don't even know him and then you accuse him they're like they really act like you know uh, he came in McDonald's one time and I was working the register and he molested me. It, 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 I want 17 million. You know what? The first kid got molested, damn it, just like the 55th kid got molested. He molested all the children. Right. It don't matter. He touched them all inappropriately. One child is not above the other child. He stripped all these children of their childhood. He stripped all these children, you know, introduced them to sex probably way before they, sh- they should have been and, and fucked a lot of them up for life because it is. It, 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 to me, it, I don't look at, at, you know what, Mm-mm. he took your balls, but he fucked you in the ass, so plus, yo, so yours, yours is worse than other dudes. No. <laughs> plus, if you see the dudes, they all look like Mickey Free and shit. Like, all those dudes look flamingly gay as shit. Like, where the fuck did he randomly run into four quasi-metrosexual looking teens and go, uh, and they all randomly accuse him of fucking them? Like, I'm pretty sure at this point we have a case enough to be like anybody coming forward probably did it. Now, what would be funny is if just like one random nigga named Fred that was like 45 years old and, <laughs> ah! 
like homeless just came for I might like, question Fred, right. but now the rest of them. Yeah, the rest of know. these dudes fit a type. Now, Fred came out and was like, he offered me bourbon one day, and then he put his hand on my ass and made me talk like Elmo. I'd be like, okay, Fred. I don't believe are, you. Yeah, you in it for the money. <laughs> but all these young dudes possibly ruining their lives by coming forward and having their faces revealed. Like, I don't think so, man. Like, if it's, you, Especially in our society where the public, we're not as bad as other countries, but I, we still have a society that blames the victim. So for the fact that you come out and everybody knows your name, people automatically ostracize you anyway. So why would you go through all that trouble just be fucking lying? Yeah, so think about this. If you're listening to this show right now, you're a dude, and, and maybe you think that he's getting set up or some of these people are just coming forward to get some money and all this shit. Think about this. If you got accused of being a pedophile, right? randomly right now and you are innocent is there a throng of people with children rubbing their hands together like yes now we commence stage two of the plan now we go and get this brother like i don't think so Mm-mm. like I, th- I really think this dude might be molesting these kids dog mm-hmm. like uh i don't and i, I wonder i really do wonder because i only seen black people say this shit i really do think that it's because he's black if we didn't know the dude that with his hand up elmo's ass was a black dude none of us would be saying that shit about him maybe he innocent no this nigga's probably guilty for the charm it's the Ben Roethlisberger effect, dog. Like, even if you get off with this shit, it's kind of sketchy that you got accused four times in a short period of time of fucking some children or whatever. So, I don't know. Um, all right. Another thing, too, I was wondering, um, I was talking to somebody, one of my friends that's single, and she was talking about some of the advice that she gets, you mm-hmm. know? And a lot of times, you know, people give advice to single people, and a lot of it's like, lower your standards, you know lower your standards fuck that uh so obviously karen's not a fan of that no but you know you get that a lot where it's like oh you want a man that got a job and take care of his kids yes are you crazy no so um i was thinking like isn't that like giving somebody the advice of like going to the store and looking (laughs) looking through the clearance rack you know, like, like it's like, uh, just look through the clearance rack. It's like, yeah, but I got enough money that saved up that I want to really buy some nice clothes. Uh, you should just go through the clearance rack, cause uh, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, and, and bullshit like that makes me angry as a woman mm-hmm. because don't nobody ever tell a man to lower his standard on what he wants, but all of a sudden a woman has to lower her standards because of what she wants. Why should I be forced to lower my standards and you not be forced to lower yours? You know what? I don't even know if that's true or not, cause. I I don't hang I don't talk to enough single dudes to know what kind of advice they're getting to be quite honest with you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that is what's going on, but you know, I really don't know. I wonder if people tell dudes that shit too. It's like, look, you're 35, you're still single. You know what? What's, I, I, what's wrong with a woman? I, I, what's wrong with a woman with one leg? You okay? know, I doubt that. I doubt and the biggest reason why mm-hmm. I doubt that is because the way our society is, most men seek and most women want to be found. That's just the way a lot of the structure is of you in the standard of, of relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that men are taught you look for what you want and women are taught you get for whatever picks you. Mm-hmm. And whatever picks you is what you're good enough for, and you and you should just accept it. You should just be good. This nigga is looking in your direction. Who cares? Who cares if his teeth jacked up? He he a one eye bandit. He got an ear missing and one arm. You know he he picked you versus you saying I don't want that and I deserve more. Mm. 
I wonder, I don't know. I just wonder, man, because I think dudes don't talk about this shit much, so it could be happening and we wouldn't know. You know True. what I mean? Like, if you're a dude, you're kind of told to shut the fuck up about your emotions and shit. So even if somebody was telling you, like, uh, yeah, uh, you're single and you need to get to get with somebody, I don't know that dudes but, would really complain about it or anything like no, that. And, and most dudes, even if they hit like that, they shrug a lot of that stuff off. But nine times out of ten... Right, yeah, you, I, I agree. They do shrug it off. That's right. They don't pay that shit no attention. But women actually take that shit to heart. And most women, when you come in with, with the man or you come in single, men and women, but odds, like if you have a single man and a single woman that just finished Christmas, mm-hmm. who got all the questions about why you being single? That woman. Why you ain't got no kids? That woman. They might joke with the dude about it, but they're not really seriously looking at him going... Well, your biological your biological sperm is ticking there, son. Why don't you go ahead and get it out and put it in a woman and make her pregnant? You don't get that from dudes. That's why that's why I said a lot of pressure is put on dudes. And, and and for some reason, women are look like they're less than. They look like old hags. They look like they're going to expire tomorrow right. if they don't get married or, or, or not in a relationship or ain't no man chose you versus some women are just happy being alone. And it's okay if I choose. I want to be by myself. You, you, it's almost like if you by yourself, you automatically labeled a whore and you're fucking everybody because you by yourself. And if I am, that's my choice and that's my right. The dude can be doing the same thing, but he doesn't, but he doesn't get the same criticism. That's why I honestly believe a lot of it is back to that standard where men can do kind of almost whatever they want to do and the dudes get whatever you can get. Get the mm-hmm. best woman that your dick can fuck. The women, you better pick over the dick to choose you. Yeah, yeah. It's a clearance rack advice, man. It's like, oh man, this 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 sweater actually has one arm longer than the other. It's like, at least you got a sweater, bitch. Just take the sweater and pay for it now. Hurry up before the sweater realizes that you old and ugly and it don't want to be with you no more. That's right. You better like this. You you better get it for some other bitch smacking at your hand since it's twenty five percent off. Right. And you're right. like, word. And, but 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 see, if you got some, if you got a woman that comes in the store, are you? Because I like to shop. Comes in the store and she sees the prettiest thing on the rack and she got enough money for it. And people telling her, no, you can't. have have that that's outside but i got enough money for it and they're still telling her no mm-hmm. you know you should lower your standards and instead of go to the clearance rack. yes go to the clearance rack like the rest of them and squabble and she was like well i don't want the clearance rack and they was like well you can't get this and right. she was like well you know what i'm gonna sit here until you decide that you're gonna get tired of everybody else bypassing it because ain't nobody else paying this no attention you probably already asking too much money for it anyway just thinking shopping standards you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. and my thing is that it's nothing wrong with the woman having standards and saying i will not take no halfway man so I- what age do you think it happens where they start telling women clearance rack shopping advice you know where you, it's like uh you better get that man that's on sale with the three kids you know just what I, take what you can get girl it's 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 several things one i think that once you finish college for a lot of women like like honestly like a lot of people they go okay i won't we won't mess with you but once you get that degree in your hand you better get the fucking and having babies you have the other ones who don't go to school and as soon as they like get out the house and get on their own it's one of them you need a man you need a man get a man get a man you ain't go to school you stupid you're dumb you ain't educated you ain't got no man take care of you you got that group and then you got the group who you know they they they've done everything they lived their careers they they get everything done and they just, just happy being single and you got that group you know and, and for a lot of those people is is like for a lot of women i honestly for my opinion i think from the time you turn like 20 21 
for a lot of women because they'll give you 18, 19. But once you turn 21 and by the time you turn 35, 40, a lot of people go, well, you ain't married now. You ain't got nobody now. What's wrong with you? You're getting old. But you know what? I still might not know who I am. Like a lot of people want people to get in these fucked up relationships, but they don't even know who they are. Yeah, I'll tell a woman, like, if I see a a little girl, like, 12 or something like that, 13, and she's, like, at the gym playing basketball or something, I'll tell her right then. I'll be like, yo, you need to get a man, okay? You're 12 years old. You ain't getting no younger, okay? You walk around here playing basketball around all these dudes. You need to hurry up and get you with somebody because you're going to die old and alone and be by yourself. You gonna be, you know what you're going to be when you by yourself at 16? Everybody's going to be laughing at you because you ain't got no man. So hurry up. But, but you know what? And I see somebody talk about this in the chat room. And also, too, what some of us people don't want to talk about for some reason when it comes to children. If a man has children, a woman is expected to take him and his kids. When a woman has a child, for some reason, it's okay for you to take her but not take her children. Because you don't want to be bothered with her children. You know, mm. and I think society also gets into that, too. Well, Most- I go by old English standards, Karen. Okay? If you're at 13... And you by yourself and you're a woman, you're old maid, okay? That is the prime time to get married off. You don't need you walking around on this earth with no purpose. What are you gonna do? You I, need to get the cleaning and you need to get to get in that kitchen and get the cooking. And if you're still single at 16, then I don't know what to do to you. You know, sell you into indentured servitude, I believe. You know what? And the sad part is some societies, that shit is like that. They're like, oh, you got a pimple for a booby? And you started your period, it's time for you to get out of yeah. this house and get the fucking and having kids. I say if you have a period in your life and you ain't got a man yet, then you already lost, you know? For a lot of people, yeah. And yeah. And, 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 and for me, I think it's, and, and it's just very, very uh, frustrating uh, to me when it comes to, like, male and females and dynamic and relationships because a lot of people, we've talked about this before, have double standards and yeah well imagine being a father to one of these women that can't get married at 13 that's already frustrating where is my dowry i I want two pigs and a horse it's the only way i'm getting rid of this would you like a donkey too in 40 and you know in 40 acres that's for slavery care this isn't reparations oh my bad this is for being a woman that i'm selling my daughter off ass okay so i just all i want is my two horses and a pig and and and, and 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 maybe a dairy cow. Maybe a dairy cow. That's all I'm saying. Maybe a dairy cow. Would you like a goat too? Yeah, that would work for me too. Just whatever it takes to get this old maid off of my farm. Okay, that's all I'm saying. She ain't she she ain't no good. She ain't, you know you know you know we all our eggs have expiration dates. You know yeah, after you, know, you get so many periods, that's over. Here's the thing though, um, having a kid period for a lot of people is deal breaker it sure is and i feel like if that's somebody's standard that's their standard like and, i don't and, 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 men and women whatever alike and, and, yeah. and i agree but for some reason women have a tendency to, to in society to be frowned upon more than a single man with you well that's because look at y'all's toys okay oh when y'all have a little oopsie that throws up and needs to be taken care of when you're fucking six years old and i got a gi joe that kills things you're gonna be looked down upon for the rest of your life when you don't take care of shit 
that's how that's how that's how it is like they started early they started they do that's they started do. Early. I, I told you i'm gonna smack that baby out at your damn hands yeah they started chemistry said they started early and you know we went to uh you know our, our, our my niece's uh christmas and birthday and she's getting you know jewelry makeup kit you know these are the things that little girls like and also what we tell them to like so it is gonna be different when it's like you know it doesn't go away when you're like 35 and no, people are like doesn't. yeah he got two kids but why don't you just take care of him you've been training for this moment your whole life that's basically how people treat it like yeah and you know what and for you to go fuck that i don't want to take nobody i don't want to take care of anybody else's kids right you're looked at as a bad woman right. but for a woman you go you considered fuck that it's you need to take care of somebody else's kid because you've been trained to do this yeah that's basically why they like, do it like and i have an issue with that, well, that you have an have issue the same standard with men you have an issue with society like, i do that's just how like that is our culture is the as as liberated as we want to be as forward thinking as we are compared to many other countries it's still that like your girl your little girl grows up you know she's four years old you're putting baby dolls in her hands yeah she you know you're making sure she gets a little oopsie that pisses on herself and learn how to change a diaper like you're constantly teaching them and you know reconfirming that this is what they should be doing is taking care of these kids so yeah it doesn't stop we all have this hardwired program or most of us do that you have to break but most people won't so you're gonna end up with people being like you're 22 why aren't you married what's and, wrong and with you? don't, don't you want to have a baby don't you want to take care of it like and, people are just conditioned and, and, to believe that and it's frustrating because you're unnecessarily stressing that female out right children could be the f- she looking at you like fuck that i don't want i don't want to have kids maybe because i want to ha- have a career have mm-hmm. a degree be educated be sure i can take care of myself if i do get married and they die i want to be intelligent it's more to me than this right than having a baby and it's nothing wrong with having children but for a lot of women and and just society in general children define women like mm. motherhood is the definition of a woman because like me and you we break a lot of those traditions right. like because we don't want to have children we've been married for 10 years you yeah. know it's a lot of, so when people don't take care of the ones i do have uh, me either i don't take care of none of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not not a never single one of them exactly which they will come and ask me for some money fuck that i asked them for some money like i saw nova giovanni on twitter he said uh all these fathers out here did you even spend time with your kid for christmas i said yes i asked him for twenty dollars so <laughs> and that's what i'm gonna use that to teach him that's a lesson quality time right I, well not just that it's fatherhood i'm gonna teach him a lesson that you can't lend money to family because i'm never paying his ass back ain't that the truth mm-hmm. um all right another thing too uh and this happens to a lot of women i noticed this and um only women do this thing and i kind of hate it um i don't know how other women feel about it but do y'all have those women that try to be cutesy all the fucking time mm-hmm. and maybe it's their natural personality maybe it's not but there's this woman at my job that literally talks in like a baby voice all the time like a baby like i don't know like does she think in that voice like how could you because it's so weird like i was getting on the elevator the other day it's like going up to the third floor you know we're on the same floor and shit she's like are you ready to get to work and i was looking at her like well how are you talking like that and he's like ready to get to work this morning 
and i was like um yeah man get in get to work shuffle some papers okay you know i'm ready to go home and i was uh-huh. like oh well it's only in the That's morning how she really talk? she talks like that all the time she does that cutesy voice all the time like like around other women and everybody around the office seems to think that it's cute and it's cool and shit mm-hmm. you know but i was like yo this shit is kind of whack man it's kind of dumb and it, it's very hella annoying and i was thinking like what if it's not an act yeah but so she might sound like sound like she really talks like that no not just that what if she is like a functional special person like she has special needs mm-hmm. or she could be mentally handicapped and nobody is getting her help because everybody thinks it's too cute <laughs> that's true that's true right there all of us are to blame okay she could be having like a stroke or some shit and nobody fucking knows because it's like oh no yeah, man how she is. isn't she adorable the way that she talks like a fucking three-year-old all the time it's like that woman is 45 years old no one should talk like that <laughs> no one should talk like that who the fuck uses W's for R's at 45? People do that that are babies. I'm like, ah, oh, it just felt too special for me, man. I was sitting around like, I was looking around the elevator like, all oh, y'all cool with this? I'm like, ah, oh. anyway. Um, another thing too, man, speaking of, um, speaking of porn, this is my last random thought. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, second to last. Um, Ooh. I hate when the dude behind the camera in porn asks so many questions that it starts to feel like an interrogation. Yes. You know what I mean? Where what? like they're asking questions and it's like, is this the first 48? What the fuck are you trying to discover? When is this lady going to take her clothes off? <laughs> it's, it's too many questions, man. Yes. Yes. It's like, where are you from? I'm from Virginia. You really from Virginia? I, it's I, like, I what? don't care about none Sir, of that shit. Stop. Stop. I'm not going to drive to Virginia and see if the sister's there. Just stop and get to get to taking the clothes off. In the end, it's a waste of time. I fought fast. All that bullshit. Yeah, the creepiest questions are the ones that's like, so uh, when did you get those tits? Because, like, the answer's going to be, like, 13 or some shit. It's like, why are you making me think about ah! that? I'm trying to think of her now as a grown-up, not then as a 13-year-old. Ain't that oh, the yeah. truth? 13-year-old titties. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm into. I like mm. to jack off to the interview part. Like, nobody's into that shit. Somebody must be, because they always <clears throat> do that bullshit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not even education. It's always the same answers and shit. It's, it's either she got the titties and she was like five and, and it was very yeah. uncomfortable her whole life, or, or she didn't get the titties till she was thirty-seven and that's why she's doing porn now. Or either you get you talking about that. You talking about like I hate the questions at the end. You talking about that because then it, the question at the end be stupid. Be like, yeah, you you like the way that cum got in your hair. You like yeah. the way that cum taste. You be like, um, no, no sir, actually right. cum don't really taste scrumptious. Like now I'm taking on your issues with your cum and shit. Like, yeah, I don't need these no. Issues. No, no, thank you. I'm not into that. You know what happened? She go, well, it's a little salty today. You should have drunk more water. You should have listened yeah. to Goody. She said if you did the 30 minute thing, 30, you know, days, 30, 30 days, 30 minutes, 30, <laughs> I would, 30 minutes, that'd be awesome. But 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes, little hamburgers. I keep taking 30 minutes, 30 day or water. Uh, you, your, your dick a little bit, a little harder. You know, I'm, you know, since, since we all about this consultation right now. Yeah. I, like the other thing is they're like, so what type of sex do you like? Let me guess. 
all of it like it's not like she's in a position <laughs> where she could be like you know what oh, i love it really not in the sucking dick i mean i will do it if i have to get paid to do it i'm like not i'm getting paid now that's your thing but i hate it you know it's really stupid and you guys talk too fucking much like it's never that they always the answer is yes to everything it's like so we're gonna be yes. pulling your hair and smacking you with our dicks today yeah i'm into that uh we're also gonna be kicking you in the face and punching you yep i love that shit when do i get paid like that's all like stop trying to fool my mind into thinking that the shit is real even the like bang brush shit like where they pick up a girl on the bang bus in a van and they talk to her for it's like the the, the clip is, the clip is an hour long 10 minutes of fucking yes i told you for like 45 minutes of interviewing yeah. i if i wanted an interview i would go on the internet and watch a fucking interview i don't want to watch interview i want to watch fucking like, can you imagine they had a real movie like this where it's just like, uh, Liam Neeson is like, you took my wife. Where is she? So, man, uh, are you pretty upset about this scene right here? Who's talking? It's me, the cameraman, Liam Neeson. Uh, you look pretty mad, man. Uh, so when did you get that gun? Uh, I got the gun like 10. Ah, hey, man, shut the fuck up, man. It's a movie. Uh yeah, but I have some questions. I'm the cameraman. I showed up early. Yeah, and the I, other I, talent I, I, is I like here. Like to ask, or or or, 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 or you know, you having the sex scene with your wife? Yeah, pull her ass, smack her hair. Like I hate the dudes in the background. Yeah, they be giving commentary, oh. or, they, or they'll come out of nowhere, or they'll smack. I've seen some terrible ass yeah, porn, the y'all. Bang, the bang bus dude is the worst. Like the dude that, cause he'll really try to make jokes and like practice his stand up while this chick is getting fucked. And this is not a comedy show. Nobody is laughing, jacking off with a dick in their hand. You know, and he'll push, he's an edgy comic too. He's like one of those, <laughs> edgy comic. he's like one of those, working one of those small New York alt rooms because he'll use the N word and he ain't black. Like, he's one of those, he's like, yeah, nigga, get it. And it's like ironic and shit like that because like everyone in the van is white. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. I, like, nobody yeah. wants to hear that shit. Yeah, I, but like right this, I, I, I didn't download this for free to hear your stand up. Right. You put it like this, your ass was not on the cover. Right. And like I said, and the worst is the dudes that like are, you know, because the, the other thing, too, is it's all going to get to the same sentence, which is pull those titties out. Of course. Oh, every time. Every time it's going to get to the same. Like, hey, let, let, let me see that ass. OK. Mind if I get a look at that pussy? The answer is always Yes. Can we just start there? Can we just, who's editing this shit? Can we just, like, was Quentin Tarantino's editor editing this shit? <laughs> and then she died, and now no one's editing the porn in the industry anymore? I guess not. I guess not. Oh, oh, you, oh, you know what's even, what's even worse to me is when you have the, uh, the porns where I've seen a porn that was so bad. I think it was on, a, uh, uh, one of your favorite ones, the, the black one, the, um, amateur. My hood amateur? Yeah, hood amateur. Oh, amateur mm-hmm. black porn. Hoodamateur.com. Uh, I see one over there so bad where these two dudes was, uh, having sex with this chick and it looked like her cousin and her aunt were actually sitting on the bed less than two feet from them watching them fuck the whole time. Like they were just, I was like, what the fuck is going, it's like, can't y'all get off camera and go sit behind? I don't need to see you sit here and stare at her get fucked. Yeah, I know that. I actually know that series. Um, I don't know what the fuck is happening. First of all, none of those girls seem to be from America. Like, no. I don't, like, I don't know where they are either, because it's not always the same place. No. Like, it could just be Detroit, but it's just, like, fucking, like, 
people that get off the boat in Detroit. Uh, something. But, but yeah, there's always a couple people sitting around not doing shit. Like, they're not filming. They're not holding lights. They're not, they, sit, they don't s- have the boom mic. They're just in the background rocking a chair. I don't yeah. see them po- po- like, poking just, through the door like a closet. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. This is like chicks sitting around watching TV. Maybe they're supposed to get fucked next. I don't know. But. <laughs> I've seen those, those. Not professional. Yeah, I've seen those, 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 that website and I've seen that porn several times. And yeah, that, it is always weird to, to see somebody do that shit. But, um, yeah, the, the dudes that talk are the worst. My, my favorite, my personal worst are the dudes that do POV porn, which is, that means they hold the camera while they have sex. I can't stand those. But also they won't shut up. Like, I don't mind. Yes. I don't mind POV porn as a dude. Like, cause honestly, the best way to get the guy out of the frame. Where it's just like, all we need is your dick, sir. It's like that and glory hole porn have figured out that the, all we need to see is your dick. Like, really? Oh, they don't matter. We, we just want to see the chick and your dick and you can, you can not be here. Like, if you could just detach your dick, that would be fine too. Um, so yeah, that, that, they figured it out. But the POV porn thing is sometimes you end up taking on the issues of the dude with the camera because the dude with the camera is sitting up there talking and like sometimes he'll say dumb shit. Like, and now whatever dumb shit he's saying, especially if he's talking to a chick, is the worst. Like it's yes. like, like I was watching one. It was like a full out interrogation. It was like, so you like this dick? Uh, yes. You like this dick? Yes. You like this dick? Yes. Do you like this dick? It's like, dude, why do you need so much reassurance? Okay, she it, just let her say it on her own. She likes dick. I'm pretty sure at this point she gets the gist. She will tell you that she likes dick. Ah, yes, she will. You know, it's like it's at some point gonna be like, uh, you like want to spank you? You like want to spank you? You like this shit? You like this one? Place? You like you? Where were you at on the 14th at 11:58 p.m.? Hmm, where were you? Ah. Who were you? And you know you don't fucked up, right? You know you don't fucked up. Like I, I came by your house to pick you up for this porn shoot, and you went there. Right. The where is the body? It's like, sir, sir, please. These questions are ridiculous at this point. Like, like, I need you to just calm down and believe that she's saying whatever. <laughs> yes. Take her word for it. It's like uh, if you're having sex with your girl and, you know, a couple of uh, uh, you like this dicks is perfect. And then you can then it's up to her. She either takes that or not. Like if she doesn't want the truth, you know, maybe the dick's mediocre that day. I don't know. You know, maybe you're not drinking the water for 30 days. It, who knows? But at some point, you're just going to have to take her groans and moans for something. But it was like he needed reassurance or some shit. Like, I'm sure that dude drove a Porsche. You know what I'm mean? <laughs> or, or, or fucking <laughs> like, I'm sure that dude drives an SUV that is way too big for the highway because he needed some type of reassurance that no porn star could provide him. It's like she likes that dick as much as she is paid to like that dick, sir. Of course. That's the correct answer all the time. It's like you like you that paying, dick. You paying, she fucking. Come on. Yeah. So I thought that was ridiculous, dude. I like I like it made it so uncomfortable. I was looking at her like, do you want to leave? Because I mean, he's being pretty aggressive, aggressive to you. And um, uh, I mean, um, you sound like you don't even really like know, that you, dick. So I mean, yeah. I get it. You know, I will understand if you be like, stop it. I'm on to leave. Yeah. It's like, when are you going to get the fucking who fucks like that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad people don't fuck. Uh, uh, I don't know. I hope you don't fuck like that in real life, people. 
like the camera's already really close to your face anyway so we're hearing the dude anyway it's like dude we can just hear you grunt we get it the pussy is good you don't need to like let us know how good the pussy is like oh this pussy is a 10 out of 10 on the scale of uh like we got it you know and we don't need you know shit like can you at least pause the camera and be like hey i need you to speak up more and then hit play instead of being like tell me how much you like this dick tell me that that i you respect me tell me that you want me girl tell me that you need me (laughs) yeah tell me that i'm a good person and that please tell me before i call camera yeah <laughs> tell me that my father respects what i do for a living <laughs> i know right tell me that they don't look down on me because i'm fucking bitches like you <laughs> <laughs> tell me i can bring you home to meet my family for thanksgiving I think I just invented a new version of porn. It's emotional POV porn. And I'm just going to do different people's issues at the time. It's going to be different different people's problems. Uh, All right. Oh, 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 yeah. And with the black ones, I had to go pay Duke Power today and Mm -hmm. the power company today. Well, you can already get that at hoodamateur.com. I don't think you even need to But that'd be angry porn. We're talking about emotions now. You know, we got all kinds of emotions. I'm just saying, I don't even think you need, like, trust me, if you say it, Karen, it's on there. (laughs) You know? Yeah, Wesley Pipes is the worst. Everybody keeps saying that in the chat. Oh, he is terrible. Yeah. Wesley Pipes is the worst, man. Like, uh, that, like, that, that nigga be like, making nasty. Making, look at what you doing. <laughs> but the problem with Wesley Pipes is that he is on comedy, so I'm just laughing. Like, I, it's not that I can't watch it. Like, I actually hate when I watch all the warm up to a scene. You know what I mean? When you're watching like that first 10 minutes where she's like shaking her ass, pulling her panties to the side. Maybe she's masturbating, talking to the camera and shit. You're like, ooh, this is about to be a good ass scene. Look at that ass. Oh, yeah, she's about to get fucked. And then Wesley Snipes shows up. <laughs> like, Wesley Fuck. Snipes. I'm Wesley uh, Pipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes shows up. He says, "Bitch, let me borrow some money. I'm owed the IRS. I gotta run." I know, right? No, but Wesley Pipes shows up, and you're like, "Fuck!" You just see them two guns. You're like, "No!" Yes, it, not it, the two gun tattoos. No, uh, and he the one with the red cap and the white socks. Sometimes, like he don't always have a hat. Like he just, no, you might be thinking about Mr. Marcus. Oh, okay. Uh, Wesley Pipes shows up, and he's like, sometimes he raps, but most of the time he shows up, and he's like, making nasty. <laughs> He's and, and the thing that I think the thing that's the worst about him is that I'm like, oh, she not gonna get fucked because he'll get the fucking of you. Be like, okay, then all of a sudden he'll pull it out and be like, yeah, bitch, you like the way I fuck you. Yeah, you like it like that. You like, nigga, I didn't come here to see you halfway stroke her. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's Wesley Pipes' uh, uh, videos are, are so ridiculous, man. I, I wish I could. Um, Find clips of him talking. If I do, uh, it's just, he'll just, like, someone needs to have a best of Wesley Pipes, um, uh, audio clip or some shit because, uh, that, that, that dude has said some of the most epic shit of all times, um, whatever he starts talking shit, man, cause he'll just be like, <laughs> make it nasty. Yeah. Make it, look at him. Look at it. Like, look what you doing, girls. <laughs> that shit's so good. You see what you doing, girl. Yeah. Pop that ass, girl. You're like, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you, you a grown woman or some shit like that. I'm 
like this nigga is cracking me up oh my god it's the worst oh man all right we uh the last random thought i had was um uh it's weird to me how on the big screen all the depictions of superman are always these marathon running looking dudes you know like in the comic books superman is pretty much like a fucking brick house linebacker looking motherfucker yes he is like it's actually comical that he's clark kent the uh you know the goofy uncoordinated but 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 he's like almost seven feet tall 250 pounds he chiseled he cut but yet when he put the glasses on you can't identify him okay right so yeah it's just weird that Every like in the movies, he looks more like a newspaper reporter than a superhero. Uh, like I was watching the old one, uh, Superman one today, and it was just like, man, like they always pick these really skinny looking dudes to be Superman. I, I would think uh, his body type would be more like Thor or something. Like, he looks True. like a fucking linebacker. He looks like you know he could do some damage, like a heavyweight fighter. And instead, it's always these little ass like dudes that look like they just finished running the Boston Marathon and <laughs> ah! ain't been eating salads for seventeen weeks and shit. It's like you know, getting all fit. Yeah, like nobody looks like intimidatingly buff or anything. So, uh, I, it's weird that uh, the big screen is like that. So anyway, um, let's do some articles. We got lots of articles, lots of clips to play. Here we got some that are guess the race and some that are just ratchet as fuck. Uh, the first one being, um, I man, Cat Williams. Yeah, poor thing. He lost his ever loving mind. Uh, they asked him about, um, Tarantino and, uh, Django and, uh, he had some things to say. Let me play it for you. Now, what do you think about Spike Lee saying that Quentin Tarantino is wrong for using the N word? When I see, times? when I see Quentin Tarantino, I'm gonna take this fist. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put it right in his mouth where he say. Really? Really. And this is this really it's real deal. You're really real upset deal. about that. I'm not upset about it. I didn't say nothing about emotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Emotion would mean I'm emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the whole thing is he thinks for some reason. So he gonna punch him in his emotions mm-hmm. mean I'm emotion. Oh, oh my well, God. no, well he, that's correct, Karen. But he says he's gonna punch Quentin Tarantino when he sees him, but it's not emotional. Yeah, that's I thought I don't understand. You know, I'm gonna take this fist. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put it right in his mouth where he say. Really? Really. And this is this really it's real deal. You're really real upset deal. about that. I'm not upset about it. I didn't say nothing about emotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Emotion would mean I'm emotion. Yeah, yeah. See, the whole thing is he thinks for some reason he can say, "There go my artist right there." What up, young cat? What's up, man? What's up, big pimp? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I love. First of all, uh, Cat Wills is a crackhead. I'm sorry. Like this shit he- confirms it for me. Cause that's a crackhead move when you're talking to somebody and they stop in the mid sentence and have to acknowledge some other shit. Like that's what crackheads do. You're like, yeah, man. So what were you about to say? Yeah. See, the secret to life is that. Hold on. What's up, big pimpin'? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna holler at you. Uh, the secret to life is. I was like, what? Hold up. <laughs> what do you mean, the artist? Like, Cat Williams got a rap level now? Yeah, he on something. I know he was on Dip Dipset for a while, but what the hell's a Dipset? The Diplomats, Cameron's label, it never came out. Though, okay. So, don't matter. You can say, there go my artist right there. What up, young cat? What's up, man? What's up, big pimp? Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino think he can say the N-word, but mm-hmm. I checked with all of them, and nobody knows where he got his pass from. I hope he didn't get it from Samuel L. Jackson and Jamie Foxx, because they're not going to help you when I see you. 
okay, all right, all right. I'm saying that's disrespectful. I don't call Spanish people because it's disrespectful. Who would do that? Let alone do it 186 times in a movie for profit. So he doesn't call Spanish people spicks, I believe is what he said. Playing yeah, they right beat that out. Yeah. Uh, also, I like the idea that um, the reason this dude's being so respectful to Cat Williams right now is because he does not doubt for a second that he will slap the shit out of him. <laughs> uh, jump right across that camera. Right. Like, that's what's funny to me. Unless they would know it'd be TMZ up with the skylight. Right. He's looking like, uh, Cat will slap the shit out of me, so let me just agree with whatever he has to say and get this footage. I feel like, for real? And put it out on Jesus' birthday? Really? You better unchain Django. I'm trying to figure out how you had a silent letter before could read. <laughs> now, now. Listen to what I just said. How could you have a silent letter before black people could read? How could you have a silent letter before he black said, so, according to Cat Williams, it's not historically accurate, people, and that's part of the problem. Is black people could barely read in the movie, Django could barely read, but somehow he knew that the D was silent. Hmm. Okay. My name is Django. The D, uh, J is silent. The D is silent. silent. Django, yeah. You're not even supposed to be able to. That's some profound stuff you're talking about right now. You're making me think, Cat Williams. Sir, sir. Don't lie to that man. <laughs> Because you don't want to get pimp smacked in the face. <laughs> you just think about that targeted for you. Like, mm. yeah. Crazy all they want. Mm. My IQ is 163 and I get tested every six months. Your IQ test? I've been, I've been, I've been with Mensa since I was 10. I won the... Cat Williams is in Mensa. Uh, I believe Mensa publishes a public uh, list and, of everybody in and, Mensa. And, so if anybody can find Cat Williams on it, let me know. And I have a question. Mm-hmm. What what is Mensa? Not sound it's, stupid. Uh, it's like a, you get a certain uh, level of IQ test on the IQ test, like a certain number, mm-hmm. and it's like everybody above that number is in, is in Mensa. Like you, you, the really smart people that pass that test. Oh, so it's a smart people club. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's in it, and apparently, um, you know, he, he's been in it since he was ten, Karen, and he gets tested every six months to stay in it because that's how he does. Oh, oh, oh okay. So so, oh, so they renew it like a driver's license? I don't think they do, but I, Cat Williams has the time to take it every six months. So. Okay. Um, Optimus Club's National Oratory Award for Adults when I was eight years old. Uh-huh. I got to ask you, this is something that I just thought about right now. Yeah. Now, now, one of the problems that people are saying is that he made a movie about slavery, right? And a lot of people were upset about that. Now, Steven Spielberg made a, made a uh, movie about slavery with Amistad. Quentin now, do you Tarantino think- is no Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg doesn't want to be black. Quentin Tarantino thinks he is. Okay. So when he meets a real we'll see if he is or not. So if you see him out at an at a, at a event, what are you going to say? Busting his ass. Busting his ass. On site. Yep. So that is your boy... Cat Williams threatening violence against Quentin Tarantino. That man needs help for real. Because the the movie Django has an N word in it, dealing with a uh, time of slavery and things of that nature in in America. So yeah, Cat Williams. Oh, I ain't no more. Ain't nothing else more you can say about that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just I, I it's funny, man. Like I really think it's because it just strikes a nerve with certain people, man. You know, it don't bother me, and there's nothing about Quentin Tarantino that ever told me he wanted to be black. 
yeah um i just think that certain black people it's weird because like if you deal in black culture at all there's this idea of like you can't trust this guy you know what i mean like you can't trust him it's like well this dude really is you know um really seems to be someone who has a respect for black culture yes goes out of his way to put it in his movies yes. goes out of his way to hire black actors That's right and, you know to make sure that his movies don't exist in a world sans blackness when uh whenever there's an opportunity and people are like fuck that i don't care if you love black culture and shit you racist so it's like can't win for losing um speaking of racism in america uh, we also had this video sent to us from my man Donovan, aka Nimbus Yost, on Twitter. Uh, and he thought this would be interesting and right up our alley, so I'll play it. Okay. There was a study published in the Journal of Black Studies, uh, and it indicates that uh, a large percentage of waiters discriminate against black patrons. Okay, so uh, this was a survey of 200 waiters, all of which uh, live in North Carolina. So already, you know, there are some limitations to this study. But according to the 200 waiters, 40% of them said, yes, uh, we do treat black patrons differently because they're either picky, demanding, or rude. All right, so this is an interesting uh, controversy. And uh, that seems to be the word of the day. And- uh, first of all, what that's is- not how you pronounce it. Um, unless you're not in America. And these people are. So I speak American, damn it, and you're going to speak it too. Sorry. And uh, now, normally you might say, okay, all right, racism, terrible, et cetera, et cetera. But we've discussed this issue before, and Jared tells me that it's okay to be racist against blacks at restaurants. What? So, no, go ahead, Jared. Uh, uh, t- tell me why uh, the waiters are acting rationally. Cut to the one nigga in this motherfucking room, which mm. I, I always hate. Hate when people do this, where it's like, hey, let's cut to the one nigga in the room and ask him about all blackness. You know what I mean? So now he's on the spot at his job working for these white people. So it's like, hey, nigga, ask, answer this question real quick. It's about your people. <laughs> oh, so Jared's on the spot. And okay. uh, also... <clears throat> He told, he says, Jared said, it's okay to be racist against black people in restaurants. <laughs> so he said even And, and they more, allow, is this a national TV show? Like, is this the news it's, news? It's the Young Turks. Uh, they have a network where they do news and they put it on like the internet, YouTube, things like oh, that. Oh, I about to say, cause. But it's, they're trying to be professional though. I mean, that's at one point. not professional. I believe this dude here was actually on MSNBC at one point. You know? Okay. Uh, here, here we go. No, go ahead, Jared. Uh, uh, t- tell me why uh, the waiters are acting rationally. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. He said, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, uh, no, nigga, not, not getting me in trouble. I know it's so. Even if they did say that, he was, he'd be stupid if he'd have said yes. <laughs> Remember when we had the Louis C.K. Uh, discussion and he had done the skit where uh, the, the question was whether is it racist or not? Uh, to expect lower tips from blacks and uh, customers and so uh, to give them better service or not, yada, yada. And I thought, whoa, is that a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. And then you told me, yeah, yeah, that's totally a thing. Blacks don't tip. Now, I like how it sounds like they had a conversation. But it sound that's don't sound like that's something he said. Because the way he's coming across, yeah, like, well you said it's okay, so tell him it's okay. (laughs) But that's not what he said. Y'all was having a conversation and he probably was like, Well, yeah, I've seen it before. I know that it happens. Something to that standpoint, he's not 
co-signing right black folks not now i have i have the clip from the louis show he's talking about we actually use this to open up the show on several occasions i'll play it for everybody real quick how's it going it's a shitty night tonight i have two tables all black people so i know i'm not making no tips you being serious right now yeah look over there i have two tables they're all black i'm working for free tonight no i i mean are you being seriously that racist what you don't know that i gotta tip you yes i do just because they're black I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person, not once. Uh, first of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. So that's the clip he's talking about. Okay. Um... And so he, I guess, asked Jared, his black friend, like, is that a thing? And Jared's like, it's a thing, yes. And he took it as him co-signing it as black people don't tell. And, That's not the same. And, and Jared must have took it as, uh, you know, is it's a stereotype and it's a definitely a cultural thing that goes on. And it's okay. No, not not it. that it's okay, but Jared just said that. Like, yes, it's a thing. Not it's okay. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't want to put words in Jared's mouth, mm-hmm. but here, let's see if he can explain himself some more. What? That's totally a stereotype. I probably told you. Yeah, that's totally a thing that people think black folks don't tip. I know this is one of the things that I, I'm always like, well, I don't know if it comes off that way or whatever, but I make sure I tip well and I, because I know that it's a stereotype. But um, also, I, I guess I'm amazed from the beginning that this is a story. If you told the average American, hey, uh, you know, do you think that uh, waiters are racist against uh, black people more than white people, whatever, or treat them worse than white people? I bet you nine out of ten would go, oh, here you go again with the race issue. Of course not. They would say, of course not. You're bringing up the race issue again, and you're making this a racial thing. Right, because people think that we've dominated the race issue, and whether it's the mainstream media, whether it's like, you know, prominent people who speak out in the media, it's always the same message. Deny that racism exists, brush it under the rug, let's move on. But in, so do you think, JR, let me put it to you this way, do you think black folks on average tip as well as white folks? Um, I don't know, I usually don't look at folks' tips, but, um... I like how the white woman was like, how would he know that? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the thing I do know is that when there's groups of people, that's when it gets really bad. I don't care what race it is. Yeah. When there's a whole bunch of people, which is why I don't go to birthday dinners. I, I, I'm sorry. Let's go off this tangent. I hate birthday dinners. Birthday it's dinner the sucks. worst <laughs> creation of all time. Some of my best friends are like, oh, we're going to birthday dinner. I was like, call me afterwards because I'm not coming to your birthday dinner. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> okay, well, at least we found out that it's okay. So, um... I like how Jared tried to change the topic. Unfortunately, there's like two and a half more minutes of this clip, so you know it didn't end there. Mm-mm. But that's that's good work, Jared. As a black person, this is a touchy subject. There is no right way to en- enter or exit this this thing because that's you're answering right. for all these black people and it's a very complex subject because it's well are black people not tipping and they just wouldn't tip no matter what or are uh they getting worse service Service. so they are not they're tipping less because the service is worse you know it's like chicken or egg there's really no way to get in and out of this discussion quickly and eloquently uh so he just kind of sidetracked into something else and you think that would be enough right yes 
okay to stereotype blacks on birthday dinners. <laughs> okay, don't invite them. They don't like it. Okay. What is wrong no. with this dude? So, uh, Idarola, I, I, I think I talked to somebody who was a waiter or waitress. Were you a waiter at all? Yeah, I was a waiter for years, actually. During college and after. Uh, I've worked at multiple restaurants, different parts of the country. I've worked with probably a couple hundred waiters, and I can confirm that they definitely do see African-American tables differently. Now, I don't know that they actually treat them differently, but the expectation is extremely low. Now, that's what's always funny to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this and this is the thing that a lot of uh, people will say to defend the idea of like, well, black people just don't tip, and that's, and that's a thing. And I'm not even going to say that that's not true to an extent i just think we're talking about the cause of it Mm -hmm. and people will say constantly like well i give them the same service i treat them the same as everybody else but i i've been black long enough to know that that's That's just not not true true. me too sir i know it's not true i've seen them come with attitudes i've seen them walk around us a lot of times right so get to other people we've been at places where we sat 10 minutes before anybody would even come to the table like we've kind of seen this happen before and so people say that to almost defend it but when you're black you can tell and if you truly have not just if you're black if you're human you can tell if you if you truly have lower expectations of a table right because i've been a waiter like it's a it's a it's a money job you're it's about hustling for your money Mm -hmm. if you truly have lower expectations that no matter what you do you're not getting a good tip it will always show whether you mean for it to or not now i think what happens is people go well I don't go over there and say, hey, niggers, what do you want? That's not the point. But it's like I can tell your treatment between my table, table. and the next table what you expect to get. Now, is it my fault that uh, your expectations are so low? No. You know, and it's but at the same time, um, your job is your job and your job is to go and uh, have the best possible service every time. Mm-hmm. Personally, like I said, I didn't have this issue because I treated black people sometimes even nicer than white people um to be quite honest like whenever i had a table and it was black people i would give them free shit sometimes just to be like uh i know y'all get shit all the time i know people constantly hit you with that disrespect and uh i'm gonna hook you up man so i'll take care of you and i treat you the same way that i treat everybody else no sometimes even better like i treat you like you are my somebody a customer that comes in here all the time and i expect to be back and i expect a good tip and i'd say in the high 90 percentile i was rewarded with a good tip you know what i mean like and a lot of times i would end up getting black tables because people didn't want to do them i would too and i would end up getting good tips and they were and the thing that was funny is they would always come ask like well how much a tip did they give you i would say none of your business they would get mad at me no you don't need to know if you wanted you should have kept the table yeah yeah so it was just funny to me though because you do notice that shit but uh this dude goes on to say something else that i think is a bit telling about his waiting experience in terms of tips and so the stereotype does exist right the waiters do treat blacks worse now you know what would be an interesting experiment now this dude by the way he can't just, listen no he can't he's, <laughs> every, everything he says is almost opposite of what everybody's saying it's like it's like his uh skills of repeating went to zero it was like they say something he go well they treat black people wrong you going well you know i, I understand you know i've been around black people what what, what you don't like niggas you think <laughs> even say this where are you going with this sir i just like that he's not listening at all he's making up his own 
own <laughs> definition of what everybody's saying. And he's already told, he's like, regardless of what you said, he's already made up his mind of what he thought you said. So <laughs> he going to say what he thought you said, this, not what you said. This entire clip, this entire debacle is based on the idea that he he's not listening. Understand, he lacks comprehension. He was like, Jerry, you told me that black people don't tip, right? He's like, I didn't say that. He's like, so black people don't tip. Uh, let's bring up somebody else. Yes. He's like, so you said, uh, you know, black people, that you waited on black people, you know, some things like, yeah, I noticed that, you know, that was a stereotype, but, you know, people gave him the same amount of service as any other customer. So black people definitely get worse service. All right. <laughs> it's just like the, he's like, fuck it. Fuck what y'all got to say. I got these talking points. He's the worst. <laughs> if they treated them better and see if they got better tips. Right. Absolutely. Right. It's whether it's justified or not and some people because of their experience might think that in some ways that it's overall general macro picture justified yada yada or maybe specifically justified in certain cases uh it is another way that blacks get screwed in the country now idarola apparently has a more controversial point he didn't want to make it in the corner steve-o convinced him and berated him until he's gonna <laughs> make it so all right go ahead uh, I, I don't know if this is super controversial but in my experience there is no better tipper than a group of gay men out eating together, drinking wine. And I will say this, and I don't believe this is just me. Almost every male tipper I know does this. If you approach a group that's clearly a bunch of gay males, you will begin to act extremely gay to get a better tip. Oh, Lord. Now, that shit is new to me. I've never. Wow. I've never met a dude that did that or admitted to doing that or said some shit like that. That's to me. I was like, that's way more controversial than black people tipping. I've never. That's even insult, heard That's it. insulting to the gay people. I also love the face that Jared is making in this yes. clip. He's typing and just like <laughs> pretending like he don't hear them. He's like, but this he's white like, man. I'm not gonna say another damn thing. He's like, this white man, I lost his goddamn mind. Who do you know? Like, I've had, I've waited on gay people before. First of all, that's condescending and patronizing. But I've waited on gay tables before, and I didn't walk over there like. <clears throat> yeah, man. Welcome to IHOP. Can I help you? And they're like, oh, we were like uh, some such and such, such and such. And I was like, oh, well, hello. <laughs> I did not know it was this kind of party. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what goes good with this orange juice that you just ordered? Some cocks. <laughs> oh, nothing better than sucking cocks on a Saturday morning. Am I right, sailor? Anyway, uh, how much y'all gonna tip? The fuck? That is so ridiculous. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That was the best part of the story. All right. First of all, okay, I have a confession. I could totally see myself doing that. I've never done. <laughs> oh my! Is he serious? And you said this this dude did national television before? He did for a while. I see why you ain't no more, sir. You can't listen. I can see myself totally sucking a dick for a tip. I I mean some yes. people call it prostituting. I call I, I call it just doing your job. Call it good service. I I'm, I've never been a waiter. I but I know what the minute I step off a plane in the south, I start talking a little bit more like this. Okay, I'm unbearable. I'm like one of those greasy politicians, right? So like if and if it turns out gay guys are great wait, uh, tippers. And you know me, I like money, right? So I'm like, <laughs> hey, I mean, I'll suck a dick for money. I don't give a fuck. You know me. It's guys. all about that customer service. Slap those balls on my face and order hey, that bacon. Yes, sir. Stop it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, you did not just order the trout. Okay. Did he just do that? Did he just order the trout? 
that's that's him acting gay by the way this is his, terrible reenactment this is how, how he believes gay people act to see here you did not just order the trout okay did he just do that did he just order the trout oh my god all right go <laughs> did he smack his lips he did smack his lips Oh no, he didn't order this trout. No, oh, he oh, didn't. Oh. Then he was like, oh, 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 "This is me sucking the dick." Oh. <laughs> I'd want him be choking on it. Yeah, I'd own it. You know, Loosen up a couple of buttons. Okay, on so, the legendary chest. All right, so I actually agree with what Idarola said because I know someone who sells cars and he does the same thing while he's working a deal. Someone. Oh, right? really? Yeah. What? They like slide off his wedding ring or some shit. He's like, uh, uh, you know what? I, I'm into, uh, balls and, uh, hair. Uh, what, uh, you gonna buy this, this Corolla or not, sir? Like, and it always works. <laughs> <laughs> so gay people are constantly being fooled in America in the bond shit. Like, if you gay, man, wow. this would be pretty insulting. Very. It's like if R to the Edgy came on the show and I was just like, uh, you know what? We really need Reggie's donation. So this whole uh, episode is going to be about how bad I want to suck some gay dick because I just need the money and, uh, you know, I do anything for money. It's. Yes. Why? Because Reggie is fabulous. Right. <laughs> you know, someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that someone just got, uh, just sold his last car out from underneath a bus. I wish he would have gated up a bit more, honestly. I wish he were like, oh, yeah, I come up to the table singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I walk up, it's raining, man. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Two glow lights. And yes. Glow sticks, yes. A mess t-shirt. <clears throat> All right, man. We got some guests to raise for the audience. Uh, we have no guests, so this means you guys have to uh, play guests to raise. In the chat room. In the chat room. Yes. So, hope you guys have your racism caps on. Uh, as it's guessing time. Wrong Marine. A family came home to the 12th. Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can get some volume on this. Their screen door had been kicked open. That's when the couple's son, who is home on leave from Afghanistan, sprang into action. KXY4's Andy Bishop is live with what happened next. Andy? And it's safe to say that burglar didn't get very far. In fact, he didn't even have time to make it out of the bathroom before he met face-to-face with Corporal Alex Poley. It should have been clear. In fact, the red flag was right there. Burglarizing this home wasn't such a good idea. I said, you did. You broke into the house. I'm not letting you go. Just before 11 o'clock this morning, Corporal Alex Poley and his wife returned from a quick shopping trip to discover the front door of his parents' home kicked in. So I told my wife to stay in the car, and as I was walking through the house, I think he heard me say that to my wife, and he was trying to hide in the bathroom. Something was wrong, and then I just heard screaming and yelling. Poley caught the burglar red-handed with a bag of jewelry and hunting gear loaded and ready to go. And then he, he shut the door, and I ran back i opened up the door i wrestled him with a little bit he got out and uh, as he was running i tackled him and then i threw him to the ground and uh we wrestled there for a little bit and then i subdued him Polly stayed on top of the man until police arrived five minutes later just enough time for the thief to plead his case let me go stop i mean it's just a typical i'm not doing anything but he broke into the house. Poli just finished up a seven-month tour in Afghanistan, his training proving to be valuable a world away. Now, when I took him to the ground, I just it kind of kicked in to put him in a headlock and a blood choke, and then I as a, Lord, I put my knee choke. on his head. I mean, it's just everything kicked in. He's uh, always willing to go the extra step, no matter what. 
Police arrested 43-year-old Christopher Schwenke, but before he went to jail, they made a short stop at a local hospital for treatment. <laughs> Schwenke now faces ah, residential burglary charges. He is no stranger to the courts. In fact, he's a criminal history dating back 27 years. The story Shit. is certainly spreading fast. Uh, just in the past four hours, 2,400 people have recommended this story on our website. Reporting live, Annie Bishop, KXLY4 HD News. Spokane Valley crook mess. There we go. <clears throat> All right. So, guess the race of the Marine son, the one who was uh, the the son who was at home and subdued the criminal to the ground, not the actual criminal. Uh, let's check the chat room. White, what a dumbass white guy. Calvin Candy White, cheese is on cheese slices on cheesy bread. White. <laughs> <laughs> white. Impossible white man. That's true, Ashley. That is a uh, pretty I'm impossible say G. I. Joe white. <clears throat> he has a federal grant to develop cheese bullets. Oh my. John Candy Pasty White. Whitey Ford sings the blues. Uh I missed the article, but I believe it's one who fucks Swiss cheese holes. <laughs> Freshly fallen snow, Call of Duty Frat Boy White, and White MMA Osama Finder, correct? Yes, it was White. <clears throat> He was a white man, everybody. Uh, Karen sent me this video. Uh, I don't think it's guest or race anything, but she just thought it was funny and wanted to play it on the show, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right, let me uh, play it for everybody. Yo, B. Yo. A bunch of us are going to go to my yeah, so live podcasting, the whole computer shut down. If you listen to this later, then uh, you probably uh, just wonder what happened to that white boy song. But don't worry. We will not miss any of it. Uh, we'll play some of that whack-ass song Karen had us uh, play. Yes. And uh, if if it shuts the computer down again, then we'll never allow Karen to submit anything <laughs> for the podcast again. So. <laughs> I'm off the submit committee. <laughs> wish, her, wish her luck. Yo, B. Yo. Bunch of us are gonna go to my house, play video games, prank call some girls. Wanna come with? Sorry, fellas, I'm busy. Why, dude? What are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Hitty! I'm running errands with my I think the reason this isn't working for me, Karen, is because he's not using the uh, Fresh Prince voice. Oh. You know, if he would have been using the Fresh Prince voice, I feel like this would have went over a lot better for me. Uh, because that's how I, I like my corny brothers. Okay. You know, my cornball brothers. Oh, not a problem. She takes her time. Because she's mad, conscientious, and stays within the lines. with my mom. Where did you find this? <laughs> oh, 
okay. Get back into some guest rights. Do we really even need the guest rights of that video? Right. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh, uh, this is not guest rights. This is just a crazy story. A uh, woman who works at a toy store got fired. Uh-oh. Why are we talking about it? I don't know. Maybe she thought having rough sex with her boss would land her on Santa's naughty list. Uh-oh. Amanda Reyes, a 26-year-old former employee of Fantastic Kids Toys in New York City, filed a lawsuit claiming Stephen Rees fired her when she tried to end their Fifty Shades-like sex relationship. Oh, Lord. What was they doing with the kids' toys? <laughs> right. Uh, the woman's co- complaint... Check his chest. I'm going to put these all on your chest. <laughs> the woman's complaint filed Friday says she was forced to engage in increasingly act, increasing acts of rough sexual activities, including hitting, slapping, and biting. Uh, the boss promoted her from her $10 hour wage uh, slave to store manager and sex slave at a salary of $60,000. They must have been making in a lot of money in these toys. Ooh, what toys does she work for? When the hanky-panky began back in March, according to the lawsuit cited by the paper, Reese also alleged allegedly paid Reese's rent and other expenses. So he paid her rent and her expenses. Reyes claimed she was fired August 29th after she tried to end the relationship. Reyes was not reached by the paper for comment. Reyes declined to comment. So, Karen, what do you think about this? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a little... Like, like there's definitely some type of sexual harassment suit yes. taking place here. It's definitely, but this is also one of those "why are you fucking somebody you work with?" moments too. Yes, and that's why most work environments have like laws against you having relationships. Some jobs don't even allow husband and wives to work in the same departments. The mm-hmm. husband and wives to be managers and supervisors over each other. It's the reason behind this. But behind she, the, making those laws. And she came up. I mean, $10 an hour to 60 G's a year. Yes! Like, she came up big time. But, uh, yeah, you just have to, like, I don't know how to feel about this because part of me is like, yeah, it's textbook, open the shut case, uh, sexual harassment. harassment. She'll probably win a lawsuit or get some type of settlement. She should. And then part of me is like, but you did fuck your way to 60 G's a year. Yes, she did. To some extent. Like, it's not like, uh, I mean. She could have cut it off way before she got that $60,000 job. Right. And unless he got, unless he's going to be able to prove that, um, 
she fucked up at work, then he should lose this lawsuit. Yes. Like it's still uh it's still unconscionable. That's right. Um and and he's still a piece of shit. But yeah, this is uh this is, and this is why you don't have sex with people you work with also. I know it's so yeah, so I just, but I saw that and I was just like, man, this is, they're not fucking around. Uh, here's another thing I heard about that, you know, this is, uh, all about the women today. Um, have y'all heard about this site? It's called Potential Prostitutes. Oh, Lord. Uh, Potential Prostitutes site, uh, is, is only the latest of the sleazy sites, uh, to, uh, wed personal photos to public humiliation. It offers to public the publicize anonymous claims of sex crimes. However, it is is uh wait its offer to publicize anonymous claims of sex crimes. However, is a novelty. Any woman may be anonymously tagged as a prostitute. The, How can you do that? The site accepts anonymous submissions through an online form and promises to post uploads in a browsable offender database seeded with mugshots of convicted prostitutes. And entries may be removed by those listed so long as they pay a hefty removal fee. No, nah, that's some bullshit right there. Because A, you have hating ass niggas that, that just mad at the girl because she done broke his heart and just put her up there as a fucking prostitute. Mm-hmm. And unless you're going to do investigation and unless you're going to go to the police jurisdictions and find out if any of this bullshit people putting in your shit is true. And then you're going to charge me to fucking remove my name. Fuck you. And then here's what's funny. It originally started um, from something that a lot of people actually find not to be a big deal. Uh, along with Predators Watch. A nearly identical sister site aimed at potential sex predators. It part is part of a growing fad for shakedowns that exploit public records, public mugshots, and compromising Facebook photos and other embarrassing personal information. This one differs in how closely it resembles official sex offender registries and the aggressiveness with which it targets women. But like other operators, uh, it claims the U.S. identity indemnify it for its action oh wait it claims that the u.s laws indemnify it for actions of its users uh so it's kind of like the whole napster argument like hey our it's our users that are using this illegal we just provide the means they can do it but we're not actually illegally doing anything but you're promoting them putting random women up there that may or may not be prostitutes and And then you have to pay to remove your name and this is what happens when you're 13 years old, you ain't got a man, and next thing you know, they're putting you on potential prostitutes because, you know, what are you going to do when you're 14, 15, you still ain't got a man, you're just an old lady. Yep, old hag with uh, your cats. That's what we call them. Uh, though it solicits material, it's no, uh, it's no, it knows can be libelous or defamatory. It says it has no obligation to remove claims, even when they are proven to be false. It even reports that it is, it's been sued and that it has won every case. That's a lie, says Kenneth White, a lawyer who regularly debunks. Of course. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Who regularly debunks legal falsity as at his popular blog, Pope at uh, the site was registered in October 2012 as part of a stock language uh, such sites use. According to their domain name records, the sites were registered to a P.O. box in Stockholm, Sweden in the last few weeks. The name registrant might be a red herring. Any information can be entered to the records and no one from the site has replied to inquiries placed earlier today. Uh, its Twitter feed consists only of a burst of links to prostitution schemes, stings and scandals for early November. 
Uh, status people reports that only 6% of his followers are quote unquote good. The rest being fake or inactive accounts. So they paid for followers on Twitter. Of course. Uh, the site's Facebook page itself suspiciously close to 10,000 likes is already plastered with removal demands and accusations of fraud. Uh, so people are mad as shit. You yeah, know? if you go take somebody's Facebook profile, like I said, you mad at a at a woman you in a relationship with, male or female, and you decide that you gonna get back, or you a female uh, jealous of another female, and like, I'm gonna put that bitch on here, and for you know what, you got issues. Uh, you're pathetic for posting just anyone on your site. You even post pictures of kids. Wrote one annoyed Facebook user. If my 11-year-old son gets one more text from someone looking to hook you up, I will sue you. What? Wow. That's right, because they're prostitutes, so they're assuming that people go out there looking for prostitutes and hit these prostitutes up. Yeah, I have no idea, man. This is crazy, but uh, courts are still determining application of Section 230 to extortion sites. Even the most generous application of Section 230 wouldn't apply if the user's submission was a hoax. If the purveyors of the site were themselves the ones populating it with pictures under the guise of users doing doing it um that's something that will come out in discovery of in any case there's reason to discover i mean there's reason to question whether the content is actually user submitted or whether the purveyors put it in themselves when a brand new site appears already populated with content so wow it's just oh so the shit gets shut down they just redo another whole another site yeah uh i thought this was interesting uh oto kahaku Mm-hmm. Japanese porn actress gets 100 bottles of semen from fans. <gasps> For real? A Japanese porn star uh, has a li- at least 100 fans that would give their lives to her. Well, at least help her give life to another. As part of an upcoming erotic opus tentatively called Semen Collection 2, Ota Kahaku oh, asked her fans. This is part on- two of it? So she already did this one time. I guess so. I guess so too. Ota, you know, the sequel's always better than the first. Um, Ota Kuhaku asked her fans in, or Uta Kuhaku asked her fans in, on Twitter to donate to the cause by sending in bottles of their own male bodily fluids for inclusion in the film. According to the Brazilian website, uh, the actress received more than 100 bottles of sperm filled plastic bottles in a 10 day period. Damn. Each featuring the name of the dirty donator. 100 bottles. Wow. Lot of spanking off. Kohaku appreciated the Randy response to a request according uh to RocketNews24.com. She says, I will care for them as if they were my own child. Shooting for the film commenced December twentieth. There is no word on whether it will be released in the US or what Kohaku will do with the donations after all the shooting is completed. what is she gonna do with all that sperm? Yeah, like what is the plan for the, what, what do you the sperm? I don't know. You pour it down the sink. Do you bathe in it? Like, what do you do with all that leftover sperm? All right, back to guess the race. A Florida woman, oh Florida, is jailed on battery rap for allegedly striking her boyfriend after he finished first and stopped pleasuring her. Wow! During a mutual oral sex session. So it was a six to nine, and it looks like six comes before nine. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Uh, late last night in the victim's home, Jenny Scott, 50, was booked into the Manatee County lockup on a misdemeanor charge stemming from 11 p.m. encounter in Palmetto bedroom in, of Gilberto de Leon, 32. Scott was has dated de Leon for the last five years on and off. Well, I guess tonight was off. 
deputies, deputies were summoned to DeLeon's home by a witness who heard the couple arguing and saw Scott atop DeLeon punching and scratching him. She also allegedly struck DeLeon with a stick and threatened to hit him with a wrench before the tool was taken from her hand by the witness. When questioned by a cop, Scott explained that she and DeLeon were giving each other oral pleasure in the bedroom. DeLeon finished first and stopped pleasuring her. She added that he became upset and they began arguing. A deputy noticed that Scott said that she was also mad at DeLeon because she had heard him having sex with another woman over the phone earlier in the day. Wow. Scott struggled. Now, see, here's the thing. She heard him having sex with another woman earlier. But he was still able to get off for her, you know, and that's really what love that's is. That's love and that's dedication. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This breaks the myth that if they're younger, they last longer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, so Scott struggled with the deputies before being placed in a police cruiser where she kicked the window until being warned that she would be maced unless she stopped. Bell is yet to be set for Scott, who deputies describe as extremely intoxicated. Uh, guess the race of Mrs. Scott, the... The uh, jilted uh, 69er. I guess it was a 68 and she'll owe him one. Am I right? Up top, fellas. Uh, Michelle says, white bitch. Okay, white bitch. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> flat out to the, yeah. to the point. Ice Cube says, cave bitch. Okay. Charlize Theron from Monster. Uh, Wet Bizak says, Evo 08. Um, and it looks like that's all the guesses. I guess everybody's about to go watch football. I don't know. Warned before Mace, mobile home dweller, milk of magnesia. Huh? <laughs> My milk of magnesia. Uh, the correct answer is, oh wait, Jenny didn't die. She just left Forrest. Oh. <laughs> the correct answer is white. It was a white woman, y'all. Uh, cheesy and coward from Broward, says Steve. Um, all right, let's check the next one. Um, Say this article for another day. We have more time. Um, and this shit too. Oh yeah, they got my boy again, man. This ain't guess the race, but they got Balto Spectator again. Yep, he back in jail, y'all. A Baltimore circuit judge denied another bail request. Did he live podcast this arrest too? I don't think so. Not this time. Uh, he he was denied another bail request Friday. Uh, who he would his publicized standoff with city police this month? Uh, that was broadcast live to thousands of listeners. Judge Lynn K. Stewart said Frank James MacArthur, also known locally as the Baltimore Spectator, posed a continuing threat to public safety and should remain jail without bail. Yeah, like, we don't want him broadcasting no old standoffs. Well, I guess he was right. The man is trying to hold him down. He sure is. Uh, it was the third time that MacArthur 37. time, I don't blame him. It was the third time that MacArthur 37, who lives in the Waverly neighborhood, has been denied bail. MacArthur's attorney, Jill P. Carter, uh, uh, called the revocation a knee jerk reaction, uh, when many other suspects facing similar charges are, uh, are off, often offered bail. But they are not broadcasting podcasts live for thousands of people to hear. He faces two weapon charges, illegal possession of a firearm, possession of an unregistered shotgun. He has no felony convictions, Carter pointed out. Sounds to me like the man's trying to keep him uh, from telling the truth to these streets. Mm-hmm. Free Balto Spectator. <laughs> it's a charge that doesn't warrant his being held without bail, said Carter, a state delegate. His 
history doesn't in- indicate he's a threat to public safety. Prosecutors said in court Friday that they plan to file second degree assault charges against MacArthur for the alleged threats he made against officers attempting to execute an arrest warrant on December 1st. Mark Cheshire of the spokes, a spokesman for the state's attorney office said later that the number of charges will correlate with the number of officers MacArthur allegedly threatened. Prosecutors did not have a specific number Friday. So however many people were sitting in the SWAT van, I guess. Yep. Um, you'll get account for every single one of them MacArthur yeah, wasn't paying attention yeah <laughs> right it's like I'm playing cards man what happened but you was there one count two count three counts MacArthur a cab driver has been a, fi- a fixture at the crime scenes news conference and other media events reporting for his blog BaltimoreSpectator.com he described himself as an alternative to the mainstream news media often uses his blog Twitter account and online radio to criticize Baltimore police and city officials arrested in 2008 on a weapons charge MacArthur received three years probation in the plea deal he maintained that he met all probation conditions but his probation again agent i'm sorry requested a warrant in june claiming he had failed to report april 2011 damn after learning about the warrant macarthur began criticizing the police in the court system this fall with messages police perceived as threats it led to dc uh to december 1st standoff in which he refused to come out of his house when police tried to serve the warrant for several hours well i guess if he was talking cold cash shit and then the police finally show up it's like i we do need to talk this out because y'all might shoot me because i've been talking about you know harming y'all that's right for several hours macarthur tweeted and broadcast online his discussions with the political negotiator while a swat team waited outside he surrendered without incident but police said they found a sawed-off shotgun in his home which led to the charges he now faces Tyler Mann, a former city prosecutor who works as a defense attorney, was in the courtroom Friday for an unrelated case. He said MacArthur's bail condition was generally high compared with similar cases, but added that judges rarely change rulings so other judges have established in bail review hearings. Alone, no bail on a gun case with just a misdemeanor record is high, but taking into account everything else, I think they're right on, Mann said, referring to the standoff and social media comments. So he says it's, it's okay to have him in there. And you know what? He gonna mess around, fuck around, and make a standard where the next person that does this, they gonna be sure that they gonna smack the book at people. Well, I think they need to let him go. Clearly, he didn't do anything wrong. She, uh, you know, having a, a hot podcast with a police as a guest is a problem. Then I don't want to be a podcaster. I guess not. What do you think about this, Karen? There was outrage over a Hallmark birthday card for a thirteen-year-old girl. You know, thirteen-year-old girls. It says uh, they get a boyfriend if they had bigger boobies to a 13 year old yeah i told you karen i'm not playing with these kids i am the one who designed this card Uh, you sound like you did sir car company hallmark uk apologized yesterday after an author posted a picture of on twitter of a risque car for teen girls that said they get a boyfriend if they had bigger boobies so the car is like when you go into section it says teenager the card on the card says uh you're 13 today if you had a rich boyfriend he'd give you diamonds and rubies well maybe next year when you will have bigger boobies who approved that the probably the same people that i told you about you know you don't want an old maid daughter at 14 wishing for a ring you know you got to get them out the house get them married early uh get fucking get yeah, these kids but you know fucking. what that's that's what happens when you don't have 13 year olds in, in the business room making these financial decisions mm-hmm. hallmark hurried to apologize for the blunder and by friday afternoon had posted a statement on the site agreeing the car was inappropriate and claiming it had not been published in the last 15 years so i guess the car is 15 years old 
Oh, so so was one that's sitting and collecting dust, and somebody thought that shit was funny to give to a thirteen year old. Yeah, uh, looks like a uh, collector's edition. I kind of like the card. I think it's extremely funny, and uh, I think people are overreacting. Honestly, you it's do. a birthday card, and it's supposed to be a joke. So I I think if you gave it to a little girl that was like my daughter, uh, we would laugh at that shit. Like, I don't think we would be like, I am offended, especially when (laughs) Ah! there's a fucking $20 check inside. And that's really all they give a fuck about anyway. No one cares about what your fucking card says on the outside people. At that age, yes. Just letting you guys know, uh, unless you're going to write a personalized message inside that means something, you're wasting your money on these expensive, fancy ass cards because no one gives a fuck. Hell yes. Uh, so cars can be expensive too. Let's not get carried away, everybody. Um, but, uh, okay. Police charged a woman in Lincoln high in Lincoln Heights in the stabbing. Guess the race. Lincoln Heights, Ohio, a 33-year-old woman who tested positive for HIV admitted to knowingly having sex with a stabbing victim, according to police. Chawana Henderson, guess the race, is charged with escape, theft, and two counts of felonious assault. Police said Henderson stabbed the man in the back left side of his head. Damn. Friday night. According to court documents, an argument led to a stabbing. The victim was taken to an area hospital. Police said his injuries were not life-threatening. Just a little stabby to the heady. That's all. According to police documents, Henderson then told responding officers that she had tested positive for HIV and knowingly had sex with the victim. <laughs> oh. Police said Henderson stated that she did not tell the victim about her status because he, he bought her a puppy and gave her somewhere to stay. When Henderson was taken in, police said she tried to escape the Lincoln Heights jail. According to court documents, Henderson took an officer's keys, removed the cuffs, and then tried to get away. A sergeant stopped her before she got to the door. She uh, she, she will be arranged, uh, arraigned on uh, ha- Hamilton County Justice Center Monday. Guess the race chat room. The word that was used 186 t- times from Django Unchained. Lincoln Heights equal black niggas hidden by the depths of night. Another black girl who is obviously lost. A bonobo on a veranda. I don't know what that means. Me either. Cocoa Puffs nigga. Woogity boogity nigga. <laughs> a coon, says Ashley. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Keeping keep the sample. The correct answer is it was a black woman, y'all. She was black, y'all. Um, we can't leave without talking about this. Uh, San Antonio woman was slashed with a samurai sword, not against the race, just to warning people. A teenager has been arrested after a woman was slashed with a samurai sword in a brawl at a shopping center. The 17-year-old Hackman boy was arrested on, well, he was hacking, all right, on Sunday after a fight between ah. a number of people broke out in the car park in Hackham uh, Shopping Center. Uh, officers were called to the car park about 1 a.m. on Sunday after reports of a teenager being cited with a samurai sword. A woman was treated at a hospital for lacerations to her lower arm. The teenager was arrested in charge of carrying an offensive weapon, aggravating assault, aggravated assault, causing harm, and aggravated affray. He will appear in court. So can't even trust these teenagers, and you definitely can't trust them with no motherfucking swords. Ah. Uh, let's guess the race on this one. A music theater student has won a stalking order against her parents who admitted they installed monitoring software in her computer and phone to ensure that she succeeded. What? 
Yeah, you know how you got to watch your kids and make sure they succeed. I mean, once she's over the age of 13, okay, you got to start watching them to see what they're doing wrong to not have a man. David and Julie Ireland had been ordered to have no contact with their 21-year-old daughter, their only child, before September 23rd, 2013. Shout out to my birthday. And must keep 500 feet away from her at all times. The unusual case concerns Aubrey Ireland, a musical theater major who regularly fills lead roles at Cincinnati's prestigious College Conservatory of Music and has made the dean's list every quarter. Despite this success, her parents often drove 600 miles from their home in Leewood, Kansas, to visit her unannounced and to accuse her of promiscuity, of using drugs, and of having mental issues. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, this girl needs help. I mean, she's... Her parents need help. She's fucking people. She's clearly using drugs, and she's got mental issues. I don't care if she is, you know, the the headliner at the play, Karen. This is a woman in need. When I look at her smile, hugging her father, I see dick sucking lips on her eyes. Look at her. She's clearly a dick sucker. She needs to be monitored at all times. Ah! How would she possibly stop herself from sucking all those dicks? I don't know. I don't know. Self-control. Yeah, that's so ridiculous, man. Like, if you're not going to, you've raised your kid. If you don't trust him at this point, when are you going to fucking trust him? Right? Like, at what point do you go, oh, yeah, I trust you. So let's check the chat room because guess the race. Um, but that that's amazing. Like, overprotective. And she was succeeding. So it's not even like, oh, she's dropping out. What is she doing? Uh, we, we caught her doing drugs. Like, and what are you, what are you hoping to see? You got all these spy cams and shit. You're going to end up seeing your daughter taking some dick by accident. Like, just stop. You don't want to know. If she is fucking and doing drugs, you actually don't want to know this. Um, Michelle says, crazy James Bond spy nanny cams white. For her guess the race. Uh, I guess she's the only one playing. Let's see. Steve says, you know she called both her parents by their first names. <laughs> Afraid she was getting some black dick white. <laughs> Horse loving cheesewood. Baby monitor on adults white. Spook hunter. Peckerwood. Spicy cheddar. Uh, correct answer is white. It was white. Uh, and Greg says, this is what really happened to Annie. She was no orphan. Her parents stalked her for not having a man white. She had to get a restraining order against her parents. Oh, man. So you're going to restrain the orders. Um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, a plot to kill Justin Bieber, allegedly masterminded by a 45-year-old prisoner obsessed with the young star who was derailed when the accused would-be assassins accidentally ended up at the Canadian border. Ah. Dana Martin, serving two life sentences in New Mexico prison for the killing of a 15-year-old girl, told police he had hatched the scheme after Beaver never returned messages he sent to the 18-year-old Beauty and the Beat singer. Police recounted in the affidavit filed in New Mexico court that Martin, who has a tattoo of Bieber on his leg, how's that going over in prison? Wow. Told them the perceived slight was part of what led him to dream up the alleged murder plot. In the end... What Mr. Martin stated, uh, in the end, what Mr. Martin stated he was seeking was a measure of notoriety so that there would be people outside of prison who would know that who he was. Beaver was not the only target in the alleged conspiracy. The police alleged two men Martin hired were also told to kill Beaver's bodyguard and two people unconnected to the star. But he was the main one. 
Well, who's the other two people? Wow. Who knows? They weren't even stars and shit. Just random two people and shit that he don't like. This nigga looked at me one time in Wendy's, man. I don't like that motherfucker. Kill him. <laughs> and also, my gardener, I said, trim the edges. And he was like, it is trimmed. It wasn't close enough. Kill his ass. <laughs> Nobody will ever think about him. They'll be yeah, looking at die. Yeah, everybody be looking at B, but they won't even know that you killed these people. The men Martin allegedly had carrying out his plot where you were to use pruning shears to cut off the testicles of the first two victims in Vermont and kill them, then travel to New York, kill the bodyguard, and abduct and kill Beaver. How did they think that was going to work? He wanted them to cut the balls off. Now, if you would have just said shoot the nigga, that's fine. Cutting somebody's balls off is a whole nother fee, okay? What? And out of that, you're going to pay me extra for the dick and extra for the balls per ball. Right, and that means I have to, just the balls too, so that means I have to like move the dick to the side. It's too much work. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The dick is the fee and then you get... So much for one ball and so much for the other ball. Yeah. Yeah. There are no details in the affidavit of how the man, a recently released ex-con and his nephew, were to carry out the murder of one of the biggest stars in the world. But a celebrity security expert suggested Bieber would likely have had, have more than one layer of protection. Yes. Someone of his stature will never, ever be traveling with just one bodyguard. Uh... So uh, people that do expect protection for celebrities or people with celebrity status are always on basically alert. Uh, it's not known how much detail the members of the alleged plot knew about Beaver security detail. Probably none. But Martin said he drew Martin Stake 41 into his plot when they met in prison this year by telling Stake that he had access to a lot of money, had a multi-million dollar family farm in Vermont that could serve as a hideout and had connections in a, chi- in a Chinese gang in New York. This nigga was crazy. Really? And he believed him. Stake uh, brought his 23-year-old nephew, Tanner D. Ruane, his right-hand man, into the scheme, Martin told investigators. Stake was released on probation at the end of October and started to track Beaver's whereabouts. So they really were going to do it. The murder was to take place in New York at the end of November, according to the affidavit, which was when Beaver was in the city to give a concert. So in New York, of all places, he probably had the most security, right? Yes. The uncle and the nephew team arrived in Vermont on November 19th, but on the highway, they realized they were headed to the Canadian border. Uh, in the affidavit, they missed the last exit before the border and turned around to join the cars entering the Highgate Springs, uh, Vermont point of entry. The U.S. border agent found Stake had a outstanding probation violation warrant from New Mexico and he was arrested. Martin and Ruane spoke on the phone later that day and when Ruane told Martin that Stake had been arrested, Martin called off the plot. <laughs> I like that that was it. Like, oh, you can't, it's a two-man job for sure. You can't top all those nuts with one. Uh, just call it off, abort the plot, we'll do this again. In the phone call, which was recorded by authorities, Ruan expressed disappointment in Martin's decision, saying that he had found one of the first two victims home and had a pair of hedge clippers for the castrations. So oh. It's like, it's like, God damn it, I got all these shears and I took, I found where they live. I map quested it and I'm everything. Prepared. Martin told the police his story, uh, to, told the story to the police the next morning and Ruan was arrested with a pair of pruning shears and information on the last known locations of the two intended victims in the car, police said in the affidavit. The New York State Police said Thursday that a handwritten drawing of the depiction of Justin Bieber was also found in the vehicle. A handwritten drawing? of uh, There's so many pictures of Justin Bieber everywhere. You can't get away from it. Why would you need to draw the picture like, and this is what he looks like. In case you see him on the streets. 
stake and ruan were arrested on charges of two counts each of conspiracy to commit murder and two counts of conspiracy to commit aggravated battery police are waiting for them to be extradited back to new mexico at which time they will be interviewed by lieutenant robert mcdonald at the time of the investigation uh at the, that time the investigation will decide what charges martin may face um beavers management issued a statement saying we take every precaution to protect our and ensure the safety of justin and his fans so guess the race of the mastermind of this plot dana martin 45 year old justin beaver lover stalker and potential killer (laughs) driving to canada in a mobile meth lab jesse pinkman and walter white (laughs) bad christmas music song loving white same color as the soap he drops white unashamed Uh, overprivileged 99 percent of all serial killers white if bieber was his boyfriend he'd never let him go (laughs) that's that's not a race whiter than those two crooks in the home alone dana martin super canadian tlfc listener white uh one who would have had sex a sex scandal with a student and Greg clarifies and says his was white. The correct answer is white. It yes, was white, man. Yes, it was. Uh, let's do a couple more because, you know, fantasy football is over for me. Hey, if you want to keep going, Karen. We, yeah, like I said, it's over for me, too. We had that break, too. Um, a man with three children in a car got angry because no one would say which child passed gas, so he beat them all with a belt. Damn, what, what kind of gas did these children pass? Austin Davis, 32, was arrested and charged with three counts of aggravated child abuse in arrest report shows. Austin Davis, 32, was arrested. That's right, y'all. Deputies were called to a house on McGregor Road. On December 15th, a woman at the home told deputies that one of the children said they were whipped because they would not tell Davis who passed gas in the car. Now, see, that's a trick question, right? Because if you tell them, you're going to get hit, too, because whoever smelt it have dealt it. Everyone knows that. And whoever says ah. it, whoever says it has sprays it. Yeah, sprays it. Say so mm-hmm. you says it, you sprays it. So you can't do it. It was a trick question. Uh, the woman reported to the deputies that the children had multiple black bruises on their legs, thighs, and buttocks. Photographs of the injuries were shown to deputies. The picture showed a six-year-old with several dark bruises on the buttocks, legs, and thighs, and a 12-year-old with dark bruises on his thighs and legs and thighs. A nine-year-old refused to have pictures of his bruises taken because he feared retaliation if Davis found out he reported the incident. Damn, they were scared of him. Well, interview, I guess he was like, no snitching for real. I think he's the one who did it. When, when interviewed by an investigator with the Department of Child, Children and Families, the children said they were whipped Thanksgiving Day weekend. Jesus. The children oh. told DCF investigator that Davis got angry because someone passed gas while in the car and would not own up to it. Guess the race. Let's see what people say. Constipated from eating too much cheese, super fart white. Michelle says this sounds like some black shit. <laughs> Farts do sound like shit. Hmm. It smells like it too, apparently. Scariest black dad in the world. Beat him till the white meat shows black. Who denied it, supplied it, white, Sam Jackson black. Ah, correct answer is white. It's a white man, y'all. Can you believe your racism led you wrong again? Uh, <laughs> all right, last one. Christy L. Foley was arrested on Wednesday for allegedly biting her mom several times in a vicious attack while her mom was in the bathtub. A Pennsylvania woman bit off the tip of her mother's thumb and may have eaten it during a bathroom brawl earlier this week. Mm. I hope it wasn't a green thumb. Me either. 
Well, it has some gang green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two thumbs up. That's what I say. It's going to be one thumb for now. I hope we don't hitchhike a thumb. <laughs> for cops called the assault in Upper Darby a case of domestic cannibalism. Well, you know, if you're going to be eating it, you might as well do it domestically. Christy L. Foley, 21, ah! was nabbed hiding out at her sister's place Wednesday night. Now, who would let them stay there? Like, if you called me, like, I bit mom's thumb off, can I stay with you? No, nigga, I have appendages, too. I know it's so. Three days after the alleged flesh-eating attack occurred, um, cops say Foley took several bites out of the 42-year-old mom while the mom was soaking in the tub, or as I like to call it, marinating, at the apartment. Ah. They shared sometime before midnight Sunday. The two were arguing before the alleged mom either struck. It's domestic cannibalism, police superintendent Michael Chitwood said. We never found the tip of the finger. We don't know how whether she ate it or swallowed it totally out of control. We don't know if she was high on drugs or what. She almost took off the thumb, he said. Nasty. Foley asked uh also bit her mom on the hands and both legs. The mother, who wasn't identified, was taken to the University of Pennsylvania Hospital, where she was said to be in serious condition with several back wounds. Foley was arraigned Thursday on charge of assault and harassment. She was being held on $20,000 bond. Guess the race. Good grief. That's some straight up, like, walking dead shit. Ain't it, though? Hannibal Lecter's daughter also were bad sauce involved. They didn't say Chuck Spears. Orion Pock says, face-eating zombie in Florida black. Steve Warner says her dog gave her some lip tips on biting after she kissed it on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Dahmer family white party of one, I say. Dahmer family party of one. Uh, yeah, the correct answer. Probably one. Ate her mom with a side of brie. Correct answer is white. Ah! It was definitely a white girl, y'all. All right, man. This has been another Blackout Tips podcast. Uh, had a couple technical difficulties, but we got it going. Uh, hopefully everybody had a good time. We'll stick around and answer some of the questions in the chat. Uh, for people that tune in on Spreecast, this is a little treat. For those that catch the show later, then you guys always miss out on this. Um, but uh yeah, check us out theblackouttips.com slash about all the contact info. Five star reviews on iTunes get read. Uh join our Facebook group, follow us on Twitter. I'm Ryder Miss Prime. I'm say that again. That isn't D A T. Don't forget to keep putting your nominations in for the tippies. Uh the show Twitter is T B G W T and that Twitter follows everybody back. So uh you will be followed back. But if you unfollow T B G W T you will be unfollowed, you son of a bitch. How selfish of you. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, until uh, Thursday, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.
met a girl named Ash and he dropped his DNA Saying he ain't ready but it's only nine to wait Saying it's too high before he sent for my way Cause he's always on that way, he'll blow him eyes away Wait, but then again, what can you say? He just trying to perpetrate what the records say Trying to live life like an oldest J.A.J. But they have paramedics with the record straight Didn't go to college plus he dropped up out of school Swerving Chevy's in the rain, driving like a fool Think he fly pretty high on that red bull I'm just trying to tell you niggas you can lose your cool